Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Right, here we go. It's How We Sees It, episode 116. Wow. We're back with MCU. I know, right? 116. Who would have thought? Wow. Uh, we're basically uh, over the two year mark now. Uh, yeah. I think from when we got on to uh, Apple. Um, I, I think I was looking at that. Uh, another cool thing, uh, just, just, you know, before we get too deep into this, uh, it was one year ago uh, yesterday that we did our big beer episode. Which, uh, where we did the the tasting of the eight uh, triple IPAs, which is cool because coming up this Saturday we're gonna do season two of the Big Beer episode. Season we two. Have, <laughs> nice. We have uh, eleven beers this time, all of them over eight and a half percent. It's kind of uh, a February of... thing because uh, what is yeah. it? The local the local Russian local river beer, brewing, yeah, usually yeah. brings out their their Pliny the Younger triple. Um, once a year and it turns it into a big event. So everyone around here has gotten in the habit of, you know, bringing yeah. out their triples. But this year, actually, they're they're delaying a month because, of, <laughs> yeah, right. because yeah. they were they were waiting out some of the mask mandates to, to, to fade away. Well, also, it's it was like California's beer uh, beer week or start of beer month in, in Northern California beer week and all this stuff. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff going on with, with yeah. uh, the beers up here and stuff is really cool. But yeah, yeah. I just thought that it's was also cool. San Francisco's beer week is the same. Yeah, yeah. Too. It's, it, we get included in that. We're kind of like San Francisco North. I'm, gotcha. I'm a little nervous about this because I went, I, so I haven't been having much beer to drink lately. I mean, I stick with cocktails for our, how we see the thing, but, uh, but, uh, I went out over the weekend, uh, uh, my, my daughter and her fiance came this weekend oh. and visited. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's a new announcement. Very excited. Um, but, uh, we went to Fog Broken Belt. on the podcast. <laughs> we went to, <laughs> um, we went to Fog Belt and had some, had some, had some beers there. We did their bacon pairing. Oh, the bacon pairing. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just had, I had one beer and I had the the pairing and I really felt it after that. So if I felt it that much just for with a you know with one beer in the pairing, I'm a little nervous about this. Well, I mean, we're only going to be having two to four ounces. If you really like it, it'll probably yeah. be four. If you don't as much, it'll probably be two. And then, but I mean, it, it is yeah. what it is. And it we're going to have some snacks in between, and it'll be fun. And by the end of it, we'll all be slurring and telling everybody how much we love them and love these beers. And all be yeah. So. Anyways, back to this episode. Uh, we're back at uh, Marvel's, uh, our, our chronological watch. Uh, we're at Luke Cage Season 2. This is uh, Marvel's uh, uh, release on Netflix. Uh, fun part about this is it's a good thing we're getting this in now because uh, as of uh, the end of next week, I believe, it's uh, the end of February, Netflix is taking off the Marvel the, shows. The yeah, end of this going. week. Monday. Yeah. Is it the end of this yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the date. Yeah. I just know Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, it's, Tuesday, it's gone, right? Yeah, which I was thinking. I was like, oh man, we might have to watch uh, Iron Fist two before that. Um, but I did hear to uh, I think it was today, this morning, or yesterday that uh, Canada's Disney Plus has announced that the Marvel uh, Netflix shows will be on the Disney Plus in Canada. So whether whether that's you know us2 or not uh hopefully you know that yeah. is and, and well, so i'll be able to see them I, I would think hulu it's not really well in canada they're doing disney plus so in disney i want yeah but uh, but i'm saying um i think i don't know about canada but i know in england 
-hmm. Disney Plus is like all of like, our Hulu stuff too. Oh, Because I had a friend, because because yeah. I have some some friends on one of the Disney boards is like i can't believe they're putting something like pam and tommy on disney plus it is just scandalous and i'm like hold on hold on i agree with you but hold on <laughs> yeah. well, they do own they do own hulu it's all ESPN. part of the package when you get yeah. the yeah. package if you get the espn disney it's like espn disney national geographic yeah. and hulu is like the maximum like the big package yeah mm-hmm and I, so, and I have that, and I never use it for ESPN. And when I have, it's it's been such a pain well, in the ass. I, I'm just too lazy to combine it, although I do have a shared account for the Disney. And I have oh. – um, I don't have a shared account for anything else. But I get – you know, I pay for Hulu. I get – I get um, I actually started getting ESPN Plus. Way off topic. I started getting ESPN Plus when I got ESPN <laughs> the magazine. It was free. But oh, then they discontinued yeah, yeah. ESPN the magazine. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so so maybe so, in Vegas they're putting money down on what what platform they release uh, the new Netflix titles on, whether it's going to be Hulu or National Geographic, maybe some ESPN. Uh. <laughs> right, right. It might be a mix. You know, they'll they'll put like uh, Luke Cage in uh, ESPN, and you know, because they did have the the football tryouts or the the combine. Um, you know, I guess uh, yep. uh, Iron Fist would probably be on National Geographic because you know it, he's always talking about Kung Lao, and you know they'll yeah. have to figure That's out right. where that is on a map <laughs> right right yes you're dealing so. with geography okay there we go <laughs> cool all right well back to this uh before we get too far i want to introduce myself i'm noah one of the main hosts and with me as always is my main man steve Say thank you steve. for having me i like i like being here all the time so that's good. We like having you. We, I don't think we would have this podcast if it wasn't for you, because I, I don't think I could talk on my own long enough to make it worthwhile. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should take a break one week and each one of, us one of us do our own podcast and we post them both separately. And Or, or better yet, do a role switch where Noah is the technology slash taping recording guy, does everything that you do. And then Steve, you're the one that's sort of like the ringleader. I don't know. I has think all we, that. I think we would both have our challenges if we tried that. So uh. yeah, it would, it would be our worst episode ever. <laughs> do it for do it for April Fool's Day or something. If you oh, have I like one it. On April I like Fool's it. Day. Nice. And it's not. And it's not because Steve couldn't hold it. It's because I don't know if I could get it recorded correctly. <laughs> so, there you go. It, it would, a lost yeah. episode. I wouldn't have a problem if you happen to not be recording the whole thing. And, oh, my episode that I hosted doesn't get posted. Oh, yeah. Too bad. There you go. Too bad. Um, <laughs> and back with us for all of our Marvel stuff and some others is, is uh, Bo. How hey, everybody. Bo? Good, good. How's everybody doing? Download, rate, and review. Don't forget. Uh, five stars, hopefully. Yeah. We got nine, nine, nine ratings. So I mean, nice. we, we got to get that up. That <laughs> thought you meant nine stars. It's like, wow, someone really likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we we take we take this podcast to eleven. <laughs> That's right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, All right. With this too is Nina. How you doing, Nina? I'm doing very well. And actually, I have to tell you guys. Oh, yes. happy day at my work. The squirrel has been captured. Oh, <laughs> oh it was a squirrel. Nice. <laughs> it was. Um, Yes, the uh, I we I kept uh, trying to set up traps and stuff, and nothing worked. And I finally called an exterminator, and he came in, and it was hilarious because like the whole side of my office, he had like six traps in a row. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, my boss came in Sunday morning, luckily, because I had off Monday and Tuesday for the holiday, and it would have been a dead squirrel otherwise. But she came in Sunday morning and and sent me a. a a little video on on the phone and said look he's been captured so then 
And then her nice. husband just drove, drove it across the river to the park and set it loose. So nice. hopefully he's long gone. And yeah. hopefully he can't swim. Yeah. Come well, back. Right, this, come, this is the thing. They, the, extermin <laughs> the exterminator guy said you have to cross. This is crazy. You have to cross three bodies of water. What? Really? Because That's... squirrels actually can swim, and they will swim. Oh. So, like, if we took it across this stream... But it only can swim twice. That runs to the... <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure how that works, I guess. It's got, they're... like, a little tick mark on its arm, like, it, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, there's one. Oh, I, I, I can't swim again. This is, I don't know. But they took them to, uh, to Valley Forge National oh. Park, which is... Far enough uh, away. Yeah, over over the Schuylkill River, so he'd have to be like a champion swimmer to get across that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. So, at, least, anyway. at least you got him and know it. Know what it is now, and hopefully uh, you don't show up at work one night, you know, one day or whatever, and you got some wet squirrel coming in there with an attitude. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pulling off his pulling I'm, off his swim cap and, and flippers. You, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was it was crazy though because it's like they're so destructive. You just have no idea until one gets in. Yeah. I mean. Like it chewed, you know, this is like a hundred year old church and it chewed the, the framing around the window. And it's like, that's oh, really, you can't fix that, you know? So what an anyway, asshole squirrel. yeah, really an <laughs> asshole squirrel. <laughs> but we're on the podcast, our pro squirrel. We're, we're not uh, out to get anything here. So uh, pro squirrel. Nice. <laughs> Uh, awesome. All right. Uh, one of the other things we like to do on this podcast is we always create a cocktail or drink that we pair to uh, whatever it is we're watching this week being Luke Cage. I'm really excited to hear what you guys got. I, uh, I have a feeling uh, I know what some of the bases are going to be just because of the drinks I was thinking of. So what do we got? I'll go ahead and start. Uh, nope. I'm gonna go start. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Take <laughs> um, it away. I came up. Someone I found I found a drink online called a Deadly Nightshade. I got excited about that because Ooh. because it was rum-based. Nice. And, and I thought, oh, rum, because that's probably something that Noah was alluding to, is that uh, <laughs> rum is mentioned exactly. probably in every episode. So you got to go rum. <laughs> the, um, so this was, and that Nightshade, of course, is is the, the well, it's, it's, it's actually a family of plants that includes tomatoes, mm. eggplants, potatoes, uh, peppers, tobacco. Oh. Um, it any it's unique because they contain alkaloids, and I, I guess this is something that uh, they refer to the medicinal purposes of nightshade, and it's what helps give um, uh, Bushmaster his power. And also at the end, um, there's a there's a little reveal with uh, uh, what is it? Tilda um, emerges yeah. at the yeah. very end. Her alter Tilda ego, Johnson. which it doesn't it doesn't say who she is, but I guess in the comics she's referred to as Nightshade too. So yeah. so there's a couple double meanings there. So I got excited finding this cocktail um, online, and this it was it was a rum based cocktail. So it starts with um, uh, forty. This was all in milliliters, so I don't know about ounces, <laughs> um, but uh, forty milliliters of. Uh, golden rum i had a dark rum and 20 milliliters of uh lillet blanc i had my uh, lillet rouge so um i mixed those with some lemon juice simple syrup egg white and then here was the exciting thing because um it was it Wasn't actually called white? for eggplant puree 
And oh, no. this, this was the tie to, to Nightshade. So I got excited. I actually went to the store, bought myself a, an eggplant, cut it in half, threw it in the, <clears throat> in the oven for 40 minutes and scooped it out and, and whipped it up as a puree with some brown sugar. And, and it was tasty. I was just, just kind of eating it uh, on my own like baby food. But anyway, I made this drink, ooh. shook it up. It's delicious. I am oh, thrilled nice. about this drink. So I put a little eggplant garnish on there if you look at the picture. So that's my, and, it's, and it was called a Deadly Nightshade. So I thought this was kind of yeah. apropos to the series. It's funny. I saw that same one. And the reason I didn't look into that is as soon as I read eggplant. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not doing that one. And it's not because I don't like eggplant. My, my grandma used to grow them in her garden. We'd have them all the time. She would do eggplant parmesan. And I loved it. Yeah. It wasn't because of that. It was just like... I really do not want to try and do a, a drink based off of eggplant, but I'm all for you, Steve. I'm glad I you're heard. excited about the eggplant. I, I had all my other ingredients, so that was all it cost me was a buck ninety nine to go pick up an <laughs> eggplant. So nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I, uh, I, I eggplant is the only thing that I won't eat. Um, I'll eat generally everything else. Kelly, Kelly laughs because she's like, I didn't think I was a picky eater till I met you, <laughs> and um, I will literally try anything once eat anything but i will just don't like eggplant like really interesting i mean yeah it's it's maybe you know i've had a puree pureed it's fine and me and becomes like a sauce or whatever or you know so it's a, it's a little bit different but in it's like cut dice whatever form i just you know and then eggplant parmesan it's like it's cut so thin it. and breaded and cheese and sauce yeah. and all that kind of stuff it's like it's kind of <laughs> like egg, it's kind of like eggplant but it's not like <laughs> eggplant eggplant <laughs> Well, That's cheers right. to Noah and Nina, but Bo, sorry, I'm not going to raise my glass to, to you because you're not, you're not a fan of the eggplant, so. Uh, well, he's okay. a fan I'll of the send eggplant, you an eggplant emoji. emoji, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I, <laughs> All right. We, I'll tell you this. Uh, our, the town I live in, there's a, lot of, um, there's a lot of Italian families, and eggplant is like big. big in the Italian cuisine. And yeah. we used to, we used to have this produce shop in our neighborhood, which sadly has closed. But when eggplant was in season, they would get like four or five different kinds of eggplant. And it's like, there's oh, the big purple one. And then there's smaller ones. There was, they, there was one that was like purple and white stripe that was about the size yeah. of a small zucchini. Mm. And oh, okay. they were, you should... they were fun. They were They're... fun. I used to, yeah, I'm the only one in my family who likes vegetables, but it was always fun to go in and say, "Hmm, I wonder what this tastes like. I'll take it home and cook it." <laughs> next time, next time you're you're you come out, um, I'll take you to any general. I'll take you to a Ralph's. I'll take you to any general grocery store, and they usually oh, yeah. have all those. Like they have like the the China, I think it's Chinese eggplant, the longer skinnier ones. Yeah. They have the traditional ones. They have that white, the white and and the striped ones. Crazy with the vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, love I love it. I love that. We went to an Asian grocery this past weekend and I just like got uh, like four or five different things that I'd never had before. And I made a nice soup with them all tonight. So I had like yeah. some kind of squash that they, they, they just, they just named them by name because it's, they're Asian. <laughs> they don't know. So it's like green squash, yellow squash. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess this is a zucchini, the green squash, but anyway, but um, yeah, like they had a baby bok choy. That, yeah which I had never, I'm like, oh, this ought to be good in a soup because I know it's similar to cabbage, but it was it was so tender, it, it pretty much dissolved. Dissolved. So, yeah, so by the time, yeah, by the time I 
scooped up the soup. I'm like, where's the bok choy? Just the flavor <laughs> is left behind. <laughs> All right, Bo, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you got going right. with your drink? Well, I'll go ahead now. I uh, I went. I called mine. I made this up myself. It's called a fight, fight, fight. Um, at the very in episode ten, uh, Misty Knight yeah. talks about Misty Knight talks about um, her her playing basketball in college, and she played basketball at Temple University, and that's where I went to school. And our oh. our colors are cherry and white, and the fight song is the the last line is you want to fight, fight, fight for the cherry and the white. So I made this called the fight, fight, fight. It's uh, I tried to layer it. It's it's pretty. It did pretty well. The, oh, the clear pretty. the clear didn't layer too much, so it's uh, cherry liqueur, um, it's cr- uh, cream, and then it's uh, vodka. Nice. And did you did you try and do the vodka under the cream or over the cream? So in hindsight, I should have done it under. I should have yeah. done. I should have done. So I always I, I in next time it'll be better. I'm really starting to learn like the best way to go about layering the cocktails. Right. So um, yeah. So it's it's I did. I should have done the cherry uh, vodka, cherry, cherry vodka, not the cream exactly. Yeah. So, but nice. anyway, it sounds good. Time, I love, I love the connection. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll see. I was gonna do like I was kind of tossing around. There's a I found a I found a um, cocktail called a chocolate covered cherry, but it has Kahlua and Bailey's. So it has Kahlua as a coffee liqueur. So that's the coffee connection yep. to the cherry, <laughs> to the temple. Um, I ended up not doing that. It was, uh, yeah, I just ended up, it, it sounded delicious, but I ended up not doing that. And then the other one I was going to do was, um, I was, I was, I was trying to do a drink called the Harlem okay. and it's, and it's gin, pineapple juice and, um, grenadine. Yeah. I saw that um, one too. Yeah. So that, that looked pretty good. Um, but, uh, we ended up finishing up the pineapple juice last weekend, uh, mixing it in. We, we've been mixing it in with uh, margaritas. So we've been doing yes. like margarita mixed with a little splash of pineapple and we got through the last, the last pineapple. So anyway, cranberry has been my favorite for margaritas lately. Cranberry oh, really? margaritas are so Oh, that sounds good. good. So yeah. delicious. So here's the inaugural sip. I'm probably not going to shoot it. It ended up being a lot more volume than I thought. But I also <laughs> wore my, my temple hat, and I wore my temple nice. sweatshirt. Nice. So, yeah. you all out. So yeah, I'm going to take it you're a Misty Misty Knight fan then. Uh, you know, not until episode 10, because I didn't realize <laughs> until episode 10. But uh, I am now. <laughs> that works. All right, Nina, why don't you go ahead and let us know what you got? Well, um... As you said, the rum <laughs> didn't go for that too well, did you? Very, it's very strong. It's with the floated vodka. It was very you gotta strong. Got to add a little eggplant. Maybe you'll like it then. You know, right? Maybe a little eggplant. Maybe some eggplant puree next time. That's a good call, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> so the rum is a big thing in this, and I'm sure we'll get yes. to that. But um, and it, they talked about one of the uh, the uh, events that occurred. They referred to it as a. The rum punch massacre punch. Yeah, and rum punch. and was it misty is like that is offensive it's like you know <laughs> yeah. we're not going to minimize these people but <laughs> but of course i'm like hey rum punch uh <laughs> which i mm-hmm. looked up and there's like 15 ingredients most of which i don't have it i'm like no yes. can't do that but there's another kind of punch that is jamaican uh called milk punch which i had actually heard of and um I looked that one up, and it's milk, uh, dark rum, honey to sweeten it, um, 
little bit of vanilla and a little and a dash of cinnamon and a dash of nutmeg and it is pretty damn delicious nice. it is i'm enjoying this very much <laughs> No, that's I saw that one too, and that that sounds like a good one. I, I'm always li a little leery with with anything that has milk in it and alcohol, um, just just for the curdle. I, us I usually am too, but um, if I remember correctly, the person who told me about this and it was years and years ago um, said it's kind of just it's like you know families will like mix up a, a batch of this for parties and stuff. Yeah, so big big batch. Yeah, yeah I've heard that so. too. Nice. Yeah, I, I actually saw saw that same drink, and I saw Steve's too. And I was look, I was going all through those. I, I really like the nightshade aspect. I was trying to figure out a way to to nightshade up another drink, and I looked into uh, the rum punch. Um, and yes, it has a ton of uh, ingredients. Uh, I was also looking at one called a rum runner, which oh yeah, uh, I was yeah. all ready to do, except for when I stopped at our favorite uh, place on the way home. They didn't have uh, a banana liqueur at all in the whole store really uh, oh. yeah and i know was you like should have come by here i have one here that's like tucked oh. in the back of mine um i shut uh, i wish i had known i should have brought it over that party you had uh... yeah <laughs> yeah then i would have had one uh so yeah and i was like oh, i really don't want to run down to the bevmo just to get a you know 12 dollar bottle of banana that i'm probably going to drink once instacart just kidding yeah. <laughs> so uh started looking around uh last minute um trying to figure out what i was going to do uh was still on that rum kick because yeah there's it's the the rum is a, a very significant part of this story um and uh, my wife actually brought up one called a jamaican dark and stormy oh nice and so oh. this is uh this is a take on a uh, a moscow mule but it's using the rum instead of of the um the vodka so it's basically okay. and you and you want to use a jamaican rum um I, I have a really nice rum that I was given as a, I think it was a birthday present or a Christmas present uh, by our main man, Steve, there. Yeah. And uh, no, it's no, from yeah, Barbados. That's right. You're 50. Yeah. Uh, it's a 20-year-old uh, uh, rum, so it's nice. really, really nice. And nice. Uh, so I use that. So it's not really a Jamaican, but it's close. It, it's it's still a good dark rum. And then you uh, add some lime juice. And uh, we have these kind of – they're – they're not your normal limes. They're almost like key limes uh, tree in our backyard. So we actually had two of those that had fallen off recently. So I had those. So mm. I squeezed that in there. Um, I actually added a little bit of Myers Jamaican rum, a white rum. So I, I did a, a shot of each of those, like an ounce of each of those rums with the lime juice. And then you topped it off with a ginger beer. So yeah. super nice. good. Uh, it's, I, love, I love the whole mule concept. We drink a lot of those uh, of the Irish mules where you're using whiskey instead of vodka. Um, so, yeah. but this one is is a rum based version, and so I'm all for that. Nice. Dark and Stormy is a pretty classic cocktail too. That's mm -hmm. a that's a that's a that's a good one. Um, I yeah. like the ginger beer a lot. Um, if you like Kelly's, whiskey, Kelly's not so much of a fan. So I, yeah, I I'm not that, a huge ginger fan. I saw that drink, and I was thinking of renaming it like a dark and, and smooth, because he always talks about his skin. A smooth skin. smooth skin. Dark and smooth. I like, thought of like more of it. Cage. <laughs> See, I, I when I thought dark and stormy, I was thinking more of uh, Bushmaster, you know, because yeah. he's the he's the one that has the rum tie and stuff like that. And I'm sorry if I if I walked up into an alley with him at night, yeah, I'd be thinking this is a dark and stormy night. Uh, yeah, know, this, right. This guy, he just had a a very intimidating look he was very yep. it, yeah, yeah he just had a presence had about him. foreboding presence that you didn't want to mess with him no <laughs> yeah it was he actually is probably my favorite character out of this whole 
whole episode. Oh, really? This whole season that's new. He was. Uh, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm, he I'm was, hearing um, a noise and I'm thinking it's my room, but I don't know. Is it is it clinking? My husband's. Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah he's okay. at the. That's what he's is. at the sink. Sorry. Got it. No, no. He he just said sorry in his walking. No. <laughs> my cat um, was doing some suspicious shit behind me, so I thought it was him. Oh, okay. Um, yeah the the Netflix version of Cowboy Bebop, the live action mm-hmm. one that ran a couple. He was he was Jet Black. Yeah. And oh, I just saw that. Yeah. Which completely different, completely different role. Oh right. And I like. I mean, I knew he he was in this because I looked him up, but I didn't realize he was Bushmaster. And then I was like, "It's he's he's really really good that actor." Yeah, I don't know if he's Jamaican. I didn't. I should have went and looked into it. I uh, don't. I don't believe he is because he, as Jet Black, he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his name is Mustafa Shakir, Shakir. I think that's Shakir. Uh, cool name just anybody named yeah. mustafa is just a winning right off the bat yep. that's just a winner name <laughs> uh but his his accent is so freaking good matter of fact yes. most of the the jamaican accents are just so good it's hard to understand what they're saying and you're like oh what it sounds so cool but i'm like i don't, I don't know what he just said it's hard to understand I, and then you, you put on the subtitles and they don't really exactly. i was gonna much. say <laughs> yeah they, they yeah, just spell I, out what they said and like yeah i heard that what's that mean I, yeah the yeah the closed captioning guy i did the same thing i'm like i'm gonna have to put on the captions because i can't quite follow and i'm like oh captioning guy you are a dick <laughs> <laughs> well said because it's, it's all spelled oh. out phonetically yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. I think uh, Marvel usually does a good job with the with the subtitles. Um, it's actually they 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 kind of have fun with it for the movies at oh, least. I was this watching one was for sure. And yeah. but the, what I was what I was watching um, Endgame one of the one of the recent times. It's like just how they like with the time travel. They have to like set everybody apart. And it's like. Um, Angry Hulk, Smart Hulk, like all this kind of stuff, and you know, just like all these different, like, like how to set everybody apart when you have like the same person there. Nice. I was gonna say, Two pe- Winter Winter Soldier has one of my favorite uh, captions of all time, which is the very beginning when Steve is on the boat, and it has oh, yeah. like it tells what all the sailors are speaking different languages. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the one of the uh, captions says. French pirate speaks French, <laughs> and that's it. And it's like, oh, thanks, thanks for that. That's very helpful there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, now that we got our drinks down, we can get into this. Um, Luke Cage season two. I think. I think uh, when we covered this before season one, uh, a, another thirteen episode series like they always do on Netflix. Uh, I think we all were were pretty impressed with it. It's it's. I don't know if it was number one out of the 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 releases on Netflix. You know, we had. Um, Daredevil season one and Jessica Jones season one, I think were probably a little bit better than, than Luke, Luke uh, yeah. Cage, but I, it was I, definitely I we well defenders. I think we had a consensus Defender though, side. like a lot of people uh, that I've heard from <laughs> that the first half of Luke Cage was much better than uh, the second the last half. half. Yeah. Where they, yeah, really, I, I agree. When, after they killed off um, the, the, the main antagonist. Cottonmouth. Yeah. Yeah. And then they yeah. went with, with uh, what's his name? Uh, the, <laughs> His brother, uh, Diamondback. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, right. Unfortunately, Diamondback well, did not reappear uh, in this in this season. No, they packed they packed a lot into that first season so much that uh, when I went to to look uh, 
to look up information on this. I'm like, I thought I had seen the second season already. Because no. I watched, <laughs> I, I watched ahead on some different things. I watched ahead right. on Jessica Jones and Agents of Shield, unfortunately. Um, but <laughs> I thought, oh, I've I've seen season two of Luke Cage already, and then I watched like the first thirty seconds of the first recap, and I'm like, oh wait, no, I haven't. I better so, hurry so through this. This was the first time you went through it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, like me, I said, I was, was a... I was under the impression I had seen it already, nice. but it, I just the the two parts of season one were so different. That, right. Yeah. Well, I had I had watched it when it first came out, like like the rest of them, because I was chomping at the bit for any Marvel I could get. Um, and I, I, to me, I remember liking it more the first time I saw it than the rewatch. There was just some stuff about it that bugged me during the rewatch, um, and I don't remember it being there from the first time. Uh, it has some great characters. I mean, Mo Mike Coulter, who plays Luke Cage, fits visually the role. Like he is, he is right yeah. off the of comic book pages. I agree. I, I don't know if he's a great actor, or he's such a good actor that Luke Cage is kind of boring. But he is not the yeah. most impressive part in in this in this. Yeah, it almost seemed like, like they were trying to explore a different aspect of him. Like at the beginning, they tried to make him more comic booky, like he was trying to explore, you know, what it was like to be popular. He was dabbing and doing the whole, uh, you know, yeah, that uh, was dope. doing the um, yeah videotape, you know, all the video yeah. social media stuff, and and it was a little over the top. And I thought, well, maybe they're trying to mix it up a little bit and go a little bit more comic booky. But then they went away from that. I mean, it kind of chased off his girlfriend. And then it seemed like his yeah. whole anger issues were solved after that. It was like, they were, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I, it was, it was, he's, I, I think I, he's a pretty decent actor. He's been in some, he's been in some good stuff. Um, that, some that, stuff that I've seen too. So, I mean, I don't think it's him. I think it might be just, well, that's what I mean is I don't think he's a bad actor necessarily. Okay. I think it's just bad direction and, and they just make him a boring character. Like, if if this is what I saw and and I would like okay this is this is my cue to either like or, or go out and read the comics or not I would probably not go read the comics if it was anything like this. Huh. I I think they were kind of if I think they were kind of setting up season the season three that never happened or may yet happen who knows, but um you know because he was like a super goody two shoes in the beginning and right. Um, and then as it went along, he kind of got more gray and more gray and more gray. And by the end, when um, he flips all over the place, really, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see it as such a as such a yeah, a, it wasn't a, yeah, a, a, it was a rise like that. I thought I thought it was a little bit more mixed up at the beginning. I thought you know he was punching walls and he scared away his girlfriend, but th yeah. that was like he was dealing with anger issues. I thought okay, they're going to really explore that, but then it seemed like well, and he also didn't. beats the shit out of cockroach. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. he, yeah. He, he, I mean, so, yeah, he's 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 all over the place I, in that. And, I guess and the, I guess it wasn't I guess it wasn't a smooth uh, yeah. smooth as uh, descent. I guess, but I mean, and that it's kind of like a, a realistic thing. Like, if you're trying to be a good person, and then you're like, oh my god, I beat the shit out of cockroach. I better, you know, or I put a hole in <laughs> Claire's wall or whatever. I better, right. you know, notch back. Um, but I think. I mean, by the final episode, I think they were definitely setting. Um, the, the they final. were setting. A, I mean, I mean, they had. I said this to Bo. Did you guys notice the 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 call out to uh, the Godfather 
Oh, absolutely. In the final it was it was like yeah. well, I don't, frame by I don't frame the whole Huh? Yeah. I, I was watching it on my phone kind of, so oh, okay. I don't know. No, but it's like uh, yeah, it's it's that scene where this, uh It's where he's he's in the he's in the office at at, at Harlem's Paradise and he's talking to to Sugar and kind of sugar's like kind of leaning down and then they go to misty in the doorway and the door just closes and i'm yeah. like it's just like just uh, diane keaton, the diane keaton yeah. she's looking in on, on al pacino's uh character and, you know as he's yeah. in it and she's like oh that's my god cool. that's frame for frame yeah yeah and i wrote that and, down and in my it's, notes a nod to godfather yeah. they also did a nod nice. to spike lee um there, there oh were tons of tons of stuff yeah 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 there's there's a lot um a lot of good references too i mean it's like you know it's 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 just in general like the things they reference are just funny i think in some cases there's the whole the whole coffee thing is very funny even the old lady <laughs> even the old lady down yeah. the hall in episode two is like you want some coffee and he's like kind of like no i think i'll pass kind of a thing no no the <laughs> I love I love at the end where he goes to talk to the um, Italian mob boss who happens to be the lady, and she invites him down to the place. Oh right! I I really don't do uh, was it a cappuccino or or yeah. espresso? Because you just haven't had it done right, and I was like, God yeah. damn! I know, right? <laughs> well, I, I well I mean they they even they even mentioned that when in the beginning when he uh, was it was it Claire said you know when we. And she kind of looked sideways, went for coffee. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that's a yeah, but no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely it's definitely a good thing. And then, you know, there's also like uh, there's the Red Lobster. There's a reference to Red Lobster at one point and, and you know, just like little things here. But, um, you know, it's it's got its flaws, too. Let's let's just Wait, leave it what's at the that. Red, explain the Red yeah, Lobster Yeah, I missed reference. that one. There was a there was a reference to like like going to Red Lobster as a fancy meal like as a, as like as like a fancy dinner a fancy oh, okay. like a, a celebration or something like that is 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 the way I recall it my my notes are old and not as complete so I, <laughs> as I would like them to be but yeah. I think so, I think though Nina brings up a good point about how they really are setting this up for season three where he becomes kind of the the sheriff of of harlem and the, the Which, godfather in a sense and it, yeah it begs it begs the question are they going to have a season three are they going to explore that side of him so that and, that is an interesting thing in in uh, the last one i was the uh, last podcast i was listening to they were talking about how where he became more of the of a crime lord uh than a sheriff that even though he says more like a sheriff where they kind of said you know he was he was acting more like a crime lord which you know it makes sense in a way it's like yeah if you if you have to take over and control this place you kind of got to do it from their their angle and stuff but is that really what luke it it could have been a very interesting season three with that what i would have been more interested in they kind of set up and and you know we talked a little bit about uh episode 10 being being the best episode uh we got danny rand in there yeah right mm -hmm. and they mentioned a couple other times this heroes for hire now that is the show that they really should have done yeah. that i mean yeah that, so it's yeah, bad this wasn't based on any comic book this one right this was this was kind of its own i don't creation. think so i don't know i i do not i have not read any uh luke cage or or uh iron fist type comics really so i couldn't say for sure um and i didn't hear anybody talk about it so i don't know I know the, the there's a lot of drops of people from the comics. Like Cockroach was a character, you know. Mariah is definitely a character. Uh, Bushmaster was. Uh, Tilda. You know, we talked yeah. about Lil, yeah. yeah, Tilda Johnson, and so there's a lot of they bring in a lot of comic book characters. But I just to me, it's funny. I I was thinking about this today, and the, everybody here has seen uh, Book of Boba Fett now, right? 
Not no. yet. That's nope. the next one. I was uh, going to start watching, but but I got other recommendations. Okay, so from I, you guys. I, I won't I won't ruin anything, you. But no, this sorry, is a show ahead. where where I think you know, uh, in, in Book of Boba Fett, we get a character that comes in and really just overshines Boba Fett, and I think Danny Rand overshined Luke Cage in his one episode. I mean, he came in, and it's called Luke Cage, but I think Danny Rand was the better character <laughs> overall. I, I, and I, I actually that, was like, this is the Iron Fist I want. I read that they actually asked, went to Netflix and said, hey, we want to mix up Danny Rand's character a little bit, play it a little different. And it seemed like they were trying to, I don't know, make they it a little bit more it. chill and, and a little bit more, yeah. uh, have a little bit more fun with it. And it, it worked a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it did. It was. It was, I, I was definitely off, like a less is more. I was saying this offline, offline to Noah, or I think it was this offline. I, I listened to a couple podcasts, and one of them was a really good one that they loved this season of 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 Luke Cage too. Luke Cage. And another one where they just trashed on it, but both cases they said episode ten was the one to yeah. watch. That was a really good one. I went back and watched it a little bit. I just, I would have to agree with them. I think episode ten to me was. Uh, one of the only episodes in this that I was like, really like, I would probably want to watch it again. Now, I, I, I remember bashing on the fight scenes in, in season one. Like, <laughs> I didn't think that they really held up. And I think there was a lot of them in this one that uh, were better. Uh, like the Bushmaster uh, Luke Cage fight. When Bushmaster was fighting, he looked legit. I mean, that guy, he's doing capoeira, which was really nice to, to see kind of a different martial arts add in there. And he looked like he knew what he was doing, really added in. They look like they gave Luke a little bit more. Like he doesn't look so stiff and you know, Frankensteinish. It was know? more he, fun to more... see what sort of stuff he did with it, with with his yeah. his abilities. And both him and Danny Rand, when they go into a fight, it's that like fucking have, fight was sweet. But they have like no fear. It's just like they just march yeah. in and do what they do. And you know, and, um, but and this is this I is... was I was actually looking for a patty cake cocktail, but they don't they don't have one. Cause, cause <laughs> oh, I, thought, I didn't even think about that. That would have been awesome. Hilarious. Um. <laughs> uh, someone was talking about that. They're like, this is what they need to do. They need to do a Heroes for Hire episode or you know season, and everyone is they just get in these big fights and at, they they just Voltron it at the end with a, just a patty cake so it's fight 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 patty cake and then it's all over and uh i was like damn that i would i would watch that every day yeah um i so i i got this from steve a little little clue if you watch this on your phone or, or ipad or something through an app on netflix you can speed it up to like 1.25 or 1.5 watching season or episode 10 on 1.25 that fight scene rocks i was like this is awesome i watched it three times today i was like I watched the like whole always... series at 1.25, but today when I rewatched episode <laughs> 10, I watched it at one time speed, just regular. Yeah. Just I thought I, I owe it to the to the series, and it crawled. <laughs> it was like, oh god. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, the whole the whole season does need to be done at, at 1.25. It makes the it makes the uh, the the talking parts better. Like yeah, everybody must talk really slow. Like in it, at regular. Well, you just get That's... used to it. The thing is, you just when you start to do it, it's it's, it's it sounded more like back. a normal cadence. It sounded uh, more like a regular cadence. Is why I was why I was saying yeah. it's like yeah. I had to keep checking. Like, did I speed it? Oh no, it's it's better. Yeah, it, it, we it's... do get used to it. At the same time, it harkens back to like the old film noir. Um, you know, the black and white detective movies yeah. where they talk really fast. They kind of got that sharp talk. It works sometimes with these comic book yeah. style. Yeah. Uh, shows so i i think it was a it didn't work so well with jessica jones that was more of a dramatic um you know it it benefit it I, needed, I don't know. 
I mean, still it was character growth was too long, but it was but it was more dramatic. Yeah, whereas, but this well, one, I mean, this one, this one was thirteen episodes was too long. This should have oh, been gosh, an it was way too long. Too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it they could have cut like a lot of the stories episodes out and and rewrite it enough to where it scrunches it down and, and right. make it into something better. But yeah, thirteen. So they were stretching, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so Noah, going back to you saying the fighting was better in this, I I would kind of disagree to to well, one wrong, point. That's okay. To one point of it. <laughs> so the two the two girls. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Misty Colleen. and uh, Colleen Wing. That was a, yeah. that's one of the better fights. That they, was actually a callback to a uh, that was the bar fight, right? Is what you're talking about. They mm-hmm. were even dressed in the same garb, like one was wearing white, one was wearing a blue jumpsuit or something. That's I just actually, thought that that's see, actually a I nod thought, to the comic book. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I actually didn't like that fight. That fight did not seem like a good did you fight. Watch it and at also, 1.25 speed. I did not watch it. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, <laughs> so the thing is, the thing is about the fights and the running. It reminds me of a silent movie. Whenever I see, whenever I see like movement or, or fast movement at 1.25 speed it reminds me of like the silent movies or whatever but uh, the the thing that the thing that i couldn't get over too is the those two women were both basketball players in high school and they were star star basketball players in high school colleen wing wasn't or not colleen, colleen. wing it was the two no, no it was misty knight and uh was it it wasn't claire it was uh, oh oh you're talking about oh, when she other fights the other girl yeah oh, that yeah. was a pretty shitty fight that was a pretty oh, shitty right fight. so that was terrible and they were both supposed to be they were both supposed to be good um, athletes. That was, they were both... that was like 20 years ago, Bo. But they don't, I mean, do you forget how to run? Like, yeah. They, it's like yeah. she totally, totally forgot. They forgot how to run. They ran. It, it, looked, I, like the beginning, to... it looked like the beginning of a humans. I mean, that's how bad it was. I used to run and I've tried it again and it doesn't, it doesn't look right at all. Like I, I've had people well, tell look, me to stop. Did it look right before? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. I could run before. <laughs> but did uh, it look right? <laughs> I mean, it looked like any other white guy running. It wasn't like okay. really fast, so it wasn't like you were going to miss any. Well, back to the but better no. fight, the better fight in the bar, yes. which so, Bo, uh, you, we thought we were, you were talking about. There's that but great, no, the, uh, there's that great no, the line that I thought you were talking about. Oh, man, I think we had some technical difficulties. Is that on me? No, we're good. Okay. No, fr- I think Noah froze up, but we'll give him. Noah we'll did give, freeze no, up. he's yeah. starting to move a little bit. Okay. But there's that great line in uh, in uh, the bar when when Misty's on the, you know, she's trying to fight with her one arm and she gets clocked and stuff like that. And yeah. she looks up and Colleen just kind of looks back at her and goes, this is your fight. I'm going to let you. Like, this you is know. your fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like figure it out. And, and then she finally starts figuring it out. And uh, that's when Colleen Jones joins. That was good. That was a good moment. And yeah. I think Noah's no, that was, back. That was, that was a, little, a good fight. Exactly. He's a little jittery, but we'll, when he starts to speak. I, I, would, I never left. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you guys were jittery to me. So hopefully everything's getting good. I was going to switch my modem, but all right, there we go. we'll see. There we go. Tell, your turn off, right? Tell your kids to turn off the Netflix. <laughs> right um you're so the, 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 the calling the, the Colleen wing fight uh it was in the bar was a throw to uh the daughters of the dragon which is a comic book okay. where those two are in it um gotcha and they were so dressed was, the same I, way. and i thought that was a good yeah. fight yeah exactly so uh they they really and i mean there's a couple times probably at least a handful 10 so, so not maybe a 10 but at least five where where Luke Cage talks about I'm a hero for hire or uh, you know uh, so they're, they're, they they definitely play that up and I think that would have been a good that would be a good show I, since, I think that would be better than since like we were talking about episode 10 
what do you think about the, you know, there's that pretty brutal scene when Mariah goes into the, into um, Bushmaster's, you know, his, his family's uh, <laughs> establishment and, you know, they end up shooting everyone and then they, they, uh, you know, light a match to the uncle. And that I think is probably one of the most brutal moments of cinematic moments I have ever seen, period just seeing him screaming as they kind of hold that shot on him. I, to me, it almost seemed a little excessive until I saw it like the next episode when they do a flashback and they show the same thing all over again. I thought, well, now that's extra excessive, uh, excessive because, they're, because they're just calling back to something. I mean, it was one thing to kind of have to live through it for the moment and understand, but then for them to actually do it once as a callback, and then they end up doing it even one more time, I think a few episodes later. What do you guys think about that level of violence and how it, it was it too much? Was it? I, I don't know, what, I, I didn't um, think so. But go, okay. go ahead, guys. I just didn't think so, but go ahead. I, if it didn't, Ooh. I know you guys watch on your phone, but I watch on my TV mm -hmm. and the fire effects in widescreen are not great. So, oh. Oh. Um, oh. so okay. like this, the screaming was horrible, but it's like, you could tell it's like, yeah, they pasted that fire in later. So, gotcha. and that helps, oh. but yeah, I didn't, I thought it was actually very well. Uh, it looked legit to me, but I was watching on yeah. my, my computer screen. So it was, a... but I mean, it, it was, it was hard. Cause it's like, it was just, I think they wanted to, I think they, they wanted, wanted to, to make brutal. it clear just how brutal this was. I get that. What do you think about the yeah. fact that they brought it back again the next the next episode? I, I think they're they're really sinking it. Well, they brought it back from two different elements, right? They, they brought this one back uh, with Misty Might Knight doing her magic. Uh, I can see the past uh, crime scene shit, uh, which I thought was pretty cool because I liked what she was doing, where she was seeing each one of the person shot and kind of pinpointing where it was coming from and stuff like that. That's always so I get effective that. to watch, yeah. Yeah. That was like one of the good things in in humans when uh, when they have the one uh, the one oh, guy that can, that can uh, kind of replay moments. Yeah, um, that's yeah. that's Karnak. Yeah, um, I I thought it was used very well in the fact that they're really trying to show um, that Mariah is fucking crazy and that's her her kind of flip mm -hmm. and you know we get the we get the payoff for that later on when when her and Shades have the the final their final breakup kind of whatever it is um where he says you know when when you did that i saw the look on your face and you know you're crazy as fuck and so i thought that was <laughs> i thought that was important to they kind of sunk it in i think that's what it was it was kind of like that that checkoff's gun where they're, I know, they're it was what it made later. him turn into a snitch after he ended up killing you know killing <sighs> killing the, the one guy okay. for being a snitch <laughs> yeah he, yeah he yeah i so I, I can't remember exactly if, if I uh, stated it last time, but I think Shades is a horrible character. Um, I think you said that, yeah. Uh, and he, he reminds me of Silent or of Bill of, of Silent Bob. Silent Bob. No, not Silent. The other guy, hey. uh, uh, Jay. 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 Jay and yeah. Silent Jay. Bob. Jay. He reminds me of Jay. If he were to cut, you know, short hair, he looks he like cut his long hair. That's funny. Uh, well, I know the actor. The actor is great, and it's funny. Oh, yeah. I, he's one of he's one of my favorite characters from Sons of Anarchy. Which he yeah. plays a kind of similar character in a way, but he's more believable in Sons of Anarchy, where he's kind of you know he's 
still kind of a badass. And this, he just, he doesn't, he's so unbelievable to me. And just the way he acts and walks and the whole putting on, I'm like, you are such a fake ass gangster. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> um, he just, I just don't buy. And the whole him and um, Mariah love affair is, is sickening to me. It, it's, I'm like, I, I just non Yeah, I wanted to see some a little bit of chemistry there, but it was hard. It didn't, it never. Oh, it's horrible. It never really came across on the screen, so. Yeah, it, it, it just, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to play up uh, Cougars are good or what, what the <laughs> deal is, but. Um... Well, one one thing <laughs> I thought, I thought Mariah, her presence as a, as a politician was really effective and her presence as just this kind of crazy woman was effective but i never thought she nailed the the persona where she was running this this underground you know where she was commanding all this it never seemed to yeah. to generate the respect that i think you would need in that sort of a role so i thought that was I, a little lacking and i thought if she would have nailed that that would have helped with the chemistry between their characters Maybe. i found the whole yeah, politician I, thing and, and the goodwill that she was doing and all that kind of stuff i found that i found that incredibly incredibly unbelievable i mean like in episode five <laughs> it's episode five particularly it's like okay so now she's building a women's shelter after she was like trying to destroy all of harlem and now she's you know she grew a heart she's like the grinch right um you know she's, she, but, but they right. were showing the well no, the, 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 so they were showing the you know the behind the scenes but then when she came out and she did it it almost came across like a typical political you know rally to kind of like like we see you know i thought she was able to kind of show both sides pretty well or at least i, I think her i would have found it her, the crazy woman sorry. side well the crazy woman side i don't think she she nailed the uh, the, the mob boss uh, yeah. aspect of i would have found it i would have found it more believable if they had, you know, some kind of a, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was, I mean, I could see the implication that it was done just for political gains, but I think they tried to play it like it wasn't just for political gains. I think they were trying to play it like it was he for, it. like, I think she was trying to play it like she's a good person now, like yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I think she's and, a good person. Right. But I, she gets this ready-made hospital that she's turning into a women's shelter. Like, like, oh, there's a hospital that's closing down and she's just going to buy it and you know, make it a women's shelter or whatever. And it's like, there's like so much unbelievable stuff in that whole episode. <laughs> I never well, thought I, she I, was she's unbelievable. trying to be, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't, maybe she was. That's what I felt they were trying to get that, across. But you're, you're, what you're saying makes more sense. Like, I think, I think what you're saying makes more sense. It was just for political gains, but I don't think they, the fact that I didn't get that when I was watching it, I don't yeah, think I they don't... did a very good job of conveying that during the series. I, I don't think they, they, I think the series was, trying to convey that yes she really she really thinks she's doing good things and she's like i love harlem and i'm gonna take care of it and i'm gonna help all the people but i think it would have worked better with what steve was saying because we know that like mob people do that i mean when they arrested john Gotti, yeah. like everybody in his neighborhood was like no 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 you don't understand he like sends the kids to catholic school and he has like these big part these big uh block parties every every year and yeah. it's like you know they just couldn't i mean i'm sure they they all knew what he was doing but it was mm -hmm. like yeah but he's a nice guy you know yeah I, I bought that part of it that she cared about Harlem and, and that she really wanted that political stuff to work. I didn't buy her being a mob boss. Like I, she, she just didn't command. She was too, she was too ridiculously crazy. And I didn't, right. I yeah. didn't believe the times when she was like, 
in her her whiny kind of cries like there's sometimes i was like that's the worst acting i've seen ever in marvel um when yeah. she tried to do some of her crying and moaning and shit it just there was a lot about her that was unlikable and unbelievable um i know a lot of people talk about how how great of an actor she was in this uh alfrey wood woodard I actually didn't care for her or the character or the acting at all. I, she's I, to me I one thought of her the worst unlike, parts of the whole. I thought her unlikability moments were well done, but but again, I don't think she commanded the mob boss. I don't I don't think she commanded the respect of the people around her effectively enough for me to buy that she could have played that role. So that was the that was the the part that I thought that didn't quite work. Um, well, there was no there was no gravitas behind her. It's like like you have all these other like gangsters around her like that have no problem pulling the gun and shooting somebody she would have been shot so quickly because nobody really feared her Mm -hmm. like she didn't really have any i mean shades was the only one that kind of was like oh okay but you know he proved to be not much either but i mean that's the whole thing about the the whole the the crime in general that's in this and 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 the, the the gangsters that are in this it's it's you know the one thing the one thing i can never understand about this is there's so many superheroes in new york yet yet these gangsters are running rampant in harlem right and caught wreaking all this havoc and all that kind of stuff and 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 you know it's just like but yeah it's every all the gangsters in this did not seem like legitimate legitimate gangsters i guess for, for whatever you want to say i mean it's like that it's like all you have to do is go across the river for an episode or two of Sopranos, and you're like, no, those are gangsters. <laughs> the people in this are not gangsters, right? The people in this are like, yeah, or they're 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 Dis- they're ready for Disney Plus gangsters. They're not HBO gangsters. <laughs> I I mean I think I think the problem is that what a, a lot of these um, Marvel series have, which is it's not consistent. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like. One episode, she's supposed to be, you know, like this stone cold killer. And the next episode, she's, oh, I'm just trying to help my people and, right, you know, and clear yeah. my family name. And then it's like, and then it's like, it just, it's all over the place. Yeah. I wonder how they do this in the writer's room because I know like there's series like The Office where each, each character, each kind of main character has its own writer. So, you know, you can have a show that's created, but if the lines oh. don't quite match the, the the character's, you know, arc. Yeah, I don't the think series, they did that in they, Yeah, and here it seems like, no, you've got different writers for each episode. They're kind of coming up with a, a different that direction. That would actually be a really cool way to do it. Like, I think that would have helped a lot because, yeah, they, they were a little all over the board, especially, you know, Mariah Shades was a little bit all Luke Cage was all over the board. Uh-huh. Misty Knight, uh, although she had a moment where she was a little bit different, I think hers was written in specifically to to have a character arc, where other than that, she was pretty consistent through most of it, I believe. She, she to me, is one of the better characters that, that that's more enjoyable and believable through the rest of the whole she, thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't quite buy her leaving the police, you know, going to play. Well, that, that was one, playing, yeah. Game, yeah. Game, game of hoops, and then suddenly... Someone well, but I mean, she, and, she lost oh, her arm, so I mean, she 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 lost her arm. She could have been going through a little bit with that. Yeah, but um, Danny Rand so. fixed her up. Yeah, but that's gave, her, right? but then she came gave, back. Gave her the magic Winter Soldier kind of arm, and suddenly, <laughs> yeah. it's, right. and and it's and and that was another thing too. Like it was supposed to be this big trauma. Like every so often, it would she would look down at it, like, oh right, I don't have an arm, and it's like, 
are you kidding me that's that arm is perfect there's nothing <laughs> you know oh yeah there's i i mean it's it does it doesn't seem to that she has seems to have no problem with it yeah yeah you know hey, that was a that was a little hard to believe too but yeah it's one of those i you mean know. i mean i can understand you know they have these prosthetic arms in the marvel universe but you know you can't you know you can't just kind of occasionally as an afterthought like oh my poor arm you know you <laughs> have remind to me, remind me how she you have remind to, me how she lost it how did she protecting uh claire yeah, protecting Claire, she she got in the way of um, Bakudo's sword slash that would have killed Claire, and instead it took her arm. Gotcha. So she she sacrificed her arm to save Claire, and they talked about that in this uh, season at one point between her and uh, Claire, I believe. I thought gotcha. they talked about. What did you guys I think about the uh, Luke Cage's father? Uh, the uh, uh, that was an interesting. He's he's the I'm, priest. Yeah, I mean that was that was I mean that was the big overarching theme of the whole of the whole season I thought was parents and children because you had yeah Mariah and her daughter nice. you had yeah. Luke and his dad you know you had uh, Mariah and her parents and her grandparents and you know they just it was kind of like you know we how, even had Comanche's mom in there and you know yeah exactly yeah. and like like how your family you know. A, a, Family's a good, know, shapes, good shapes you shapes you and i think you're right so fam family would be sorry to interrupt but yeah family okay. would have been a, a huge one on that because yeah if you think about it this is this is another one in in it was funny the first time but it got almost annoying every time someone said uh dillard uh oh, bushmaster correct him to, to stokes you know yeah. and his his whole thing was is I, i'm gonna come back and and get what was owed to me which i thought was kind of a weak premise i mean it's just you know, it. why did it take so long? And it, it, it was just, it kind of got, it was a weak premise and it, and it didn't even really play out. It basically, this is where I think the story is a little weak. It, it was supposed to be Bushmaster versus Mariah and Luke Cage is kind of going back and forth and fighting on either side, but protecting on either side. And he's just getting all over the place. And although the Bushmaster fights were really cool, the stuff with Mariah was pretty lame. Um, it worked out, but yeah, it had a lot to do with family and stuff too. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we talked about this, so then we could beat it to death. But it's it's too long, so they're trying to like create all these. They have to create all these other stories, right? I mean, they have to like make all these other stories to kind of to fill the thirteen episodes worth of time. If they'd have made it eleven or even not full 50 minutes or 48 minute episodes or whatever some you know. of them were long yeah. some of them were over an hour um yeah but 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 coming back i do think i think maybe yeah if they had tightened it the whole thing up and really like kept their eye on that family theme mm -hmm. i think they really could have you know maybe have the showrunner like try and tie it all together a little better because the yeah the guy playing uh pastor pastor lucas yeah, yeah it was he was really good and he he passed away before it was released if i'm not mistaken yeah this was oh, in real life yeah, they, last yeah, performance they, uh, they dedicated the last episode at the end oh i didn't yeah. see that they did they did the yeah. season to him actually yeah okay i rarely watch yeah. the credits but <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah i mean he was he was good i the whole 
you know, the flashbacks when Luke was in jail and his parents would come to see him and his mom is like, Oh yeah. I believe mm-hmm. in you. And his dad is like, I don't. <laughs> and I mean, that was, that was, that was rough, you know? And, and I could see why, you know, he would be like, I, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. Um, that's a uh, Reggie. Kathy is the actor. And uh, yeah, he played James Lucas. I, you know, it was one of those ones. It's like, Reggie Kathy. I like how he does. Yeah, you said he's, um, yeah, he's a he's a great actor. Like he's another one. It's like first of all, in the Fantastic Four, he mm-hmm. was Doctor Franklin Storm. Uh, but yeah, he's in a ton of stuff, man. He's he's one of these guys that shows up in a million. Like you're like, oh, I've, you know, I've seen him in this, seen him in that. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. He was in seven. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I just which watched right. recently. Tightness, tighten this up would definitely would have been like yeah. I mean, there's a there's a couple storylines you could have cut, you know, uh, some of the extra stuff with Misty, uh, you know, with her her uh, backstabbing cop friend, you know, there was a lot of that that could have been cut. Um, I I was really bummed. Uh, I liked Comanche a lot in this story, um, and then the whole thing with you know Shades shooting him at the end and stuff like that, which is what finally broke him kind of thing. It's, it's like one of those. It's it's a cool story in itself, but it's like if we had to cut that and you know, dropped a whole episode, it would have been so much better. My my yeah. cat is trying to be part of this podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I def I definitely think they could have tightened it up to like eight episodes. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we and we we will talk about that. I think that'll come up in every single <laughs> every single Netflix. Series I think so. Because, I think yeah, so. They're it's all true. In, they're yeah, it's like they. Well, we I might think, not yeah, going forward, because uh, you know if if Disney takes us over, we see what they did with theirs. Like, you know, they're they're going six, yeah. six ep- episodes tends to be the 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 right length for them. Yeah, six six episodes. Yeah, six episodes is nice and tight. Like you're at the at the end, you're like, oh man, I can't wait for more. Yeah, you know. Like, and they could have they could have they could have cut a lot. They could have cut um, Mariah's daughter out completely. Would have been fine. Um, some of the extra shit with Luke Cage would have been like if they would have just uh, it's kind of weird because Luke Cage really didn't have a direct enemy in this he was he was caught in the crossfire of Mariah and Bushmaster but I thought that was I thought that was effective I I thought that worked it's always more interesting when it's when your enemy is I mean even I think Bushmaster said you know the enemy of my friend is my Enemy of my yeah. enemy is my friend. Uh, my friend. We, yeah. can, we can work together. And in the end, they kind of ended up doing that, just that, you know. But well, um, that's the thing is, is Luke protects both of them at one point. You know, right? He he protects Mariah from Bushmaster. He protects Bushmaster from uh, Mariah when when they go to the uh, the drug lab, which another good fight. Uh, another good fight. Uh, interesting thing on that one too is is uh, good music. But uh, it was also one of those things where um, they did this season what they did the first season, and I don't think it worked. Was all the extra music overlays and the the live bands and the stuff like that? I think just it's like, see, I think it's a see, great. See, I effect. love those. Yeah, I I I, 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 I still think it, ex- it 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 kind of adds to the extended episodes a little too much. I wish they would tie it into what was going on a little bit more rather than just like show this um, but but at the same time yeah i mean if we if we were if we were going to edit these down those definitely 
Oh, those like, would get like, cut. But, but but it's part of the charm I mean, of it. I mean, it's it's I mean, good they, music too. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. music's the music's great. And I, I thought just, the music was great. Yeah, I thought the music was incredible. That's when I would turn and it I, down from one point two five to one one time, <laughs> just so I could like enjoy the music. It's like I'm yeah. not giving it enough credit by listening to it too fast. And and I mean and like. You know, like they brought in uh, Stephen Marley, and you know, it's like okay, so we got like Jamaican music, we got blues, we got. They had all the different genres. That's for sure. Yeah, like and, R&B, and, and and I and I, I mean, I there think was no I country, this... so uh, they failed <laughs> no, on that. The diversity well... wasn't there. There was no punk either, but Harlem's not known for its big punk and country scenes, so hey, I could see that. Diversity, <laughs> I... everybody yells for it. Let's see it all the way. What's well, the, if you could uh, find me a punk club in Harlem, they could go there, but I don't think you're going to find it. So each episode <laughs> I, is named after Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth uh, songs. I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like the first season, every episode was named after another band's songs. I, I'm sorry, oh, Nina, cool. you were going on with something. I, oh, I was <laughs> saying, I, I think I said this in the first season, where I don't see why uh, first Cottonmouth and then Mariah, I don't see why they they have to you know, be so deeply into crime at all because that <laughs> club, that club would make money. <laughs> that would make all the money. I not, mean, not it, enough. It's, it's about, but, but according like, to, but I mean, according to Hollywood, that's the only way that they could have a club is if it has an underworld. Um, I, I see, but I'm, I'm thinking it's like her family's owned this club. How long? So it's like, she, you know, she doesn't have a mortgage on it. I, I think she's, it's you know, it's she's just, not paying. It, she's not paying rent. It's she owns it free and clear. She has. That's how, <laughs> that's how they. That's how they wash their money. That's how they launder. That's it. probably true. That's probably that's a, true. That's a but, great business for money laundering. Hey, no, hey so, no. so I want to do a comparison of Luke Cage I, and their reliance on music every episode and how he sees it podcast and our reliance on pairing drinks at the beginning. There's, there's kind of a, an enthusiasm to, to kind of bringing a different element into a, into a, an, uh, a medium that accentuates it and gives it a little flavor every time. Could you watch the, could you watch Luke Cage without the music? I mean, would it, would it be different? Cause could some of these do shows the podcast I can't watch without, without drinking? I don't know. No, no, I don't think I could. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, that, that's... But I diversify. I go from vodka to tequila to some rum. I don't, but I don't know if, I don't know if you could actually, I think, you I mean, you obviously could watch it without the music, but it will be a very different show. And I found, I found the music very enjoyable. I found it a great, Great, great transition in so many of the scenes and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, to your point, could you? Yeah, I mean, it's not like integral to the yeah to the story. And it's as far one as of those things that they really do explore the culture, the black culture. The, you know, they bring a lot of elements yeah. there. So that's that's, I, I know. that's a part I'm of just, it. Yeah. I, I'm just bringing up the. But it would be great if they brought in a country singer to kind of show. Oh, up I, there I would and own it, and because they could probably get Darius away with Rucker. that. Yeah, they could bring in Darius Rucker. He's a black country singer. It would work perfect. So, so what would it sound the? Uh, I forget her name. Kelly. Kelly, I think, knows her. Um, the woman who sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Am I right oh, about yeah. that? Yeah, she's, yeah. She's a country singer. She's right. She's, yeah. So, anyway, but. Um, <laughs> and and here's, and I'll say this: even even the soundtrack music, like the. Well, what I would what I would have liked to seen is more like 
the music could have been an overlay to it would have been like you know yeah play it and and have some other scenes going on that doesn't need you know uh discussions and stuff like that but have it go and and maybe not so much concentrate on like the 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 stage show and the stuff like that that's it that to me yeah. is what i think it just yeah you could definitely they have 13 hour long episodes out. to fill i agree they, they could have <laughs> cut a, there's so much they could have cut out of all these true things, I, yeah I, I guess i guess that's a good point but I, like, they but got time to fill we got to fill time <laughs> we got to fill time and and also i wonder if if part of that isn't the musician's contract it's like it's like, yeah, I'll do your show, but you know, I have to get a certain number of these minutes guys, on screen. But you know what? But not not too many of these not too many of these guys were. Um, I, yeah, I mean, they brought these, a guy off music. of YouTube. Uh, yeah, the big I guy mean, that was playing the guitar. He was a YouTube guy. Oh, Led yeah. Belly. Why do you yeah. think that all these episodes have no, to be King, an hour? No, not Led Belly. What don't am you, I saying? Kingfish, they call them. Don't you think it would be kind of oh. interesting to to go into a series that had like. You know, episode one was 45 minutes. Episode two was an hour and 20 minutes. Episode three was a half hour. Just, it's like, why can't you cut it to what you want to cut it? You know, if it doesn't work at the length it is, don't put all the, the fat in there. Instead, trim it out and make it a good episode. Are they, yeah, I, I mean, what are the rules here? It's not like they have advertisers or like like you did in the day where, where it was commercial breaks this, and everything was this all... This was probably a contract thing. It might even been a contract thing with Disney that they, uh, you know... Netflix was its own entity. Couldn't they just make up their own rules? It seemed like that's what they were doing I don't at the know. time. They were their own... I, I, I just don't know why they felt they had to have... I mean, they do 13 episodes for every every season. Um, so yeah, I, I, we got I a mean, TV in the background. It, uh, I don't know. in the background it, playing? Well, it's Kelly. It's Kelly talking on those mic. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, she's on a work call. She's on a work call right now. Yeah, no, I, I tried texting you, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, sorry, she's on a work call with India, so it's oh. yeah. Oh, I mean, God, we've got listeners in India. Awesome. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, she, yeah, she did I, mention she did mention her husband was doing a podcast. I did hear that, so <laughs> we might. Who knows? <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know next week if I see any downloads from India. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, but but I mean, I wonder, I wonder if that's, you know, if if that's changed just in the past couple of years. I mean, this was like what 2018, 2019. When they, yeah. when they made well, it. I mean, I think... so, so, I mean, it might have something to do with like the, the, the writer's contracts yeah. and the director's contracts and all that stuff. But, but then by the time, like it's say true. Disney yeah. plus made WandaVision, they're like, yeah, we're well, just they gonna... heard all the complaints. Yeah. It's like, we're going to make this as long as they need to be. And, yeah. you know, yeah, and that had like nine episodes and then what what the the well uh, if you the Hawkeye if you take the minute six episodes you know so it just yeah well all the other ones had six loki had six uh falcon and winter soldier had six uh wandavision had nine but the first three episodes were only 23 minutes long see now yeah. that's kind of cool there's something like but, yeah and the, but the whole idea there was that was to fit into the whole sitcom era of yeah episodes well that's that what i mean is if you era yeah. i bet you if you put their minutes together like if you actually put out the minutes I bet you they're really close to each other as far as like series wise. Yeah, but that's, um, yeah, but that's still creative, creative thinking when it comes to making an episode as long as it should be. Not, oh, for not sure. Disney did it to, better. We need well, to have 45 minutes of content and, you know, 
15 minutes of commercials. Yeah, I th- I, and I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier was originally supposed to be eight episodes. And yeah, I think happened, when I they, and, well, I, I mean, COVID happened and, you know, okay, they couldn't COVID. travel and they probably yeah. said, you know what, we're going to cut all these subplots it was six, and rather right? than... Rather than pad it, pad it up with, with footage of Sebastian Stan running around, uh, <laughs> wherever, we're we're just going to cut it back to six episodes, which we'll nobody cut... would have complained about, right? They cut out no. Peter Dinklage from the uh, from, from the season, you know. <laughs> I, anyway, I, I, Peter Dinklage was supposed to be in. Wait, in no, what? no, no, no. That's a... <laughs> so that's a, that's a Pam and Tommy reference. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, but like I said, they, you they could have if it had been if it had been on network television, they and they had a contract to deliver you know whatever however many episodes, they'd have had to have to find a way to pad that out, and it probably would have been, you know, some agent somewhere over explaining everything, you know, so, yeah, just just to make up the time. But they're like, yep, you know what, it's this is how it is, so we'll just. We'll cut it down, and it'll just be six episodes, and it worked. It worked much better. And yeah, although I would argue that uh, I would love to see uh, seven, eight, uh, even thirteen episodes of Ike Hawkeye and Loki. And, well, and I think we all want as many sure. episodes as are good. You know, if if yeah. they had thirteen episodes of Luke Cage season two that were as good as you know some say True. episode ten was, um, then then we would be just like drooling for more. Uh, but uh, but it, it all depends on how good the content is. So right. if the writers only have six episodes in them, then stretching yeah. it out to 13 is not going to make for a good season. I would and, rather have I would rather have six or seven episodes good episodes, and, a se- yeah. and a season two versus beating it into the ground and everybody <laughs> getting so tired with it. Because yeah. that's the thing. When you get to that 13th episode, like I, like I said, I didn't even take notes for the last three episodes. Yeah. It's like that. I just kind of lost interest, right? So, but, but so, we, so we, I, should, we should acknowledge though that shortening something does not always improve it. You know, we're saying that, no, you no. know, if we squeeze it down to six episodes, it would make it better. I don't know if well, that's, that's as that's, easy as is that. Uh, you still yeah, have but to I have mean, that's, good content. That, that's what I'm saying. Make it as long as it needs to be. Yeah. Right. If it's, the, the, if, it's yeah. if it works better at six episodes, make it six episodes. If it's eight episodes that you need, eight episodes. Or whatever, but don't I think be constrained by don't by, pick the, pick the story first and make the episodes fit. Don't pick the episodes first and then fit the story to the number yeah, of episodes yeah. because because I character so you can create the character right, arcs and have them right, stick to it. Right. Because what yeah, I would yeah. I mean what I would rather because what ha- what what happened is I mean you can look at the arcs of like the ratings of the episodes if you go through and, and even oh, on Netflix yeah, yeah. like they always they always drop off at the end like you know it starts off at a seven goes to seven point. You know, episode nine is seven point seven. Then it's eight point four for episode ten. Then it's seven point seven. Like I don't. I mean, it's it's they drop. They get they drop off after after episode ten. Not much, but they do drop off. Well, so yeah. We, after we, episode ten, everything was a disappointment for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it started much lower. It actually, started at a seven. Actually, well, episode ten is the only one that broke eight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. For Netflix, yeah, eight point four. The rest. Episode twelve is eight even, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna vote right now and finish and ruin that. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We should all go on and, and rate ones to bring yeah. it down to seven point nine. 
um just so that we're right uh so now this will this will be a little bit controversial maybe um being that none of us are are people of color uh one of the things that bugged me about this was um and and i and i wanted to talk to to a couple of my friends about this that uh, are people of color this is written this was written with with some some and you know i believe uh mostly women directors written by uh white guys and stuff like that but i think they had a lot of input from people of color but the 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 stereotypes are so deep into this it's like you know it's 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 supposed to be about black culture culture and stuff like that but yet everything is criminals for the most part everything is is still the stereotypes that are negative and stuff like that and it's do funny because you think because uh, the police force was was i mean it seemed like there was most of the characters were predominantly black but i would not I was just gonna say not just the criminals but the police and you know some yeah, of them i, I mean say this both... is the only one that really that was a black police officer that wasn't corrupt no i mean her boss mm. the one at the end uh i think she was pretty he was pretty... doing stuff he I, oh the oh the final the final lady yeah okay yeah true but do you know I, what I mean it's like everybody is a gangster everybody has no problem killing and 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 you know not I, for I, me to say it but I was really like I I was taken out of the show with how many times the N word was dropped and it's like yeah, if it I, is such an issue then why would you put this in a major show that you're trying to make for everybody essentially right I I, I don't know it's it's a it's a tough conversation because you're right we're all we're all white and uh, but and this was kind of drawing on the culture I do I don't think they were they were predominantly identifying everyone as a criminal first off Luke Cage was is your hero he he's black um, and also everyone white or or Hispanic or Puerto Rican or or Asian, they had they had them all in there. It seemed like almost most of them were criminals. They weren't they weren't uh, I, discriminating against just the black people being criminals. It was just like Harlem is a criminal town. Um, and, yeah, and I mean, and they, and they run in criminal circles. But I think there were plenty of people who were not. I mean, they showed um, Luke Luke's father and his church, and okay. yeah, you know, like like they had the the was it the young man was getting um, confirmed. And, you know, so you had like the whole church was there to see him and, and, uh, and you know, and I, th I think and, you should look at poverty. I think this is a town where poverty is, is a big part of the, the culture and what sort of influence that has on the people, not the race, but, but the, the class. And, and that might be a more of a reflection of how, you know, it, it's, it's, it's it's interesting well, to see how that can affect I, people, and it's almost it, it's fair to to uh, to portray people this way because they're dealing with with class uh, inequality. Yeah, and I and I think because, like you said, pretty much everyone in it is is a person of color. So you have like the police force, and there's like one white guy, and then you go into Luke Cage's circle, and you have. The, the one guy who I really like who unfortunately left the his um oh Bobby his accountant Fisher. Bobby yeah Bobby Fisher he was great the kid who was selling the t-shirts <laughs> like, which I want which I want yes one. yes <laughs> that's right uh, those were power those man were and hilarious Iron Fist. yes yeah yeah those, and, well those... sweet Christmas I want a sweet Christmas one <laughs> yes nice. yes did you see Danny Rand was wearing one of those <laughs> oh yeah. that's awesome I did I didn't notice but, that that's um, 
but but yeah, I mean, he had he would. I mean, he was let's face it, he was sort of an entrepreneur. And but, was he was he the same? He wasn't the same guy who was filming him in the beginning. Though. Yes, it's the same kid. Was it? It's the same kid. It, he it's of, exactly the same kid. Is it okay? I'm. Yeah, he well, plays he, that role through the whole thing. He he's filming him. He's the one that has him on right, the he hero has for hire. He's even and, wearing wearing a, a t shirt from a movie from the seventies that, that that a lot of the that, this this oh, yeah, series was Fred based Williamson off of. was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so which movie? But, what was it? It was, was uh, like, Hell Hell Comes to Harlem. There it is. Yeah, no, Hell Comes no, to no, Harlem. Yeah, but no, but when he came running out in the first episode and he had like this the the steady cam. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like. I like this kid. This kid seems okay. cool. But well, I'll tell you, yeah. So, so two things. I want to. I want to talk to. Well, not to. I want to comment on Noah's. Um, I think. I think you kind of. You talked about how it took you out of it. The. Uh, the, the the use of the N word and the the excess, maybe not excessive. I don't know. You just certainly didn't say excessive, but the overuse, let's say, of the N word. It, it's, it's excessive. It's excessive. There's a lot of. But I think a lot of writers, I think, and I would say, I don't, I don't know if it was the writers on this, did it intentionally or if they did it. A lot of writers I, I've seen tend to use it as a crutch yes. to, to show that, oh, well, this must be, you know, tough. It must be like a real rough neighborhood, like, or this must be a guy who's grown up on the streets because like, I think, I think, um, I, I can't remember. And I, I kind of want to go back, but like, I want to look in the runaways because I want to see if what's his name's dad in the runaways uses it at any point. Like when he's, when so. he's confronting his old business associate or his old, his old, his no, old, I don't uh, believe, you know, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. That was an e that was like an ABC show or uh, yeah, you're right. It was a free form yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not Netflix. Well, that's, I mean, I, I understand it being put in there and, and, you know, we have movies and stuff like that where, where it gets in there. I just thought it was excessive and to the point where it's like, you know, um, to me, it's one of those things. It's like, and, and this is coming from a non-person of color who grew up in an area that was, you know, I, I was a minority at the high schools I went to in the junior high where it's like, it's thrown around so much you know, around you that it becomes normal. But if you're not allowed to say it, it's kind of a, it's kind of, which is what it is today. You know, if you're not a person of color, you shouldn't be saying it, which is, I, I'm totally fine with. But it's like, if you, if you make it common and you make it a standard and you put it in music, which a lot of songs in there too had it in there. It's like, okay, so because I'm, I'm not black, I can't sing this song kind of thing. It just, it, it seemed to promote a little bit of that, which I, that's what took me out of it. And I, it's like, let we're talking a Marvel show where it's, it's not so, you know, Oh, you know so what I mean? I was watching Ted Lasso uh, season two uh, a couple nights ago, and I, I can't remember the character's name, but he's a foul mouth. You know, he says fuck every other <laughs> word, and he gets uh, he gets in trouble because his 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 niece. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking where, Roy <laughs> Kent. Roy Kent. Yeah. Roy yeah. Kent. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But his niece gets into a lot of trouble. Who's this adorable seven-year-old in, in, in second grade who's who, who chews out the bully saying, you know, dropping F-bombs yeah. and whatever. And and he has to take her away from school because she's said too many, too many, you know, F-bombs so that, it, you know, based on the rules, she has to be uh, she has to be disciplined or she, she misses out on school. Right. But, but I mean, I think you can kind of compare uh, 
the word the, the use of the n-word uh, with with uh you know language sometimes there are kids that can't get away with saying it although here we have we have a, a kid i've got it written down you ain't no better than the, the damn cops i remember which which i thought was kind of cute but at the same time she drops the you know the damn word um but but i don't know if they're showing it as a as a use of strength or as almost a weakness it's like um mm. i i don't i don't know if i i guess i don't have an answer and yeah so, so, no one does that's so that's part of the but, thing but i think it's fair to compare it to the use of foul language in movies because that takes well, the race, racial aspect out of it and there are some movies that go overboard dropping f-bombs all over the place and there is a portion of our society that should not be saying that whether it's you know white people not saying the n-word or kids not saying the f-bomb or something like that and so when it happens it comes across as unusual i i, I don't have a point with this but i think it's it's worth <laughs> trying trying to separate it from from the the, the a, a racial conversation and just talking about it as a social issue of of what uh, to me it's one it of those be. though it's to me, it's one of those things is this this could have been a chance to say, like, like, OK, let's let's not use the word and make this a, yeah, but, a inclusive, I mean, inclusive. I'm, right. Maybe See everybody. But, but I mean, what about a movie that says I'm, fuck every other word, a, a Scorsese movie I, or a Pulp Fiction? Uh, it would be an R rated movie. You're probably not taking children to see that. I know. But but. Is there a place for that? Is there a is there is there, a, is there a medium that makes that you know where people want to go out and see that that culture on full display? Yes, I sometimes get get drawn into that. I'm not saying I want I'm I'm drawn to everyone <laughs> saying the N word. It does make me a little uncomfortable sometimes, but I see that it is a culture that is is fair to to express. And go ahead, Nina. I know you. Had Thank you. Me. Yes, because I. Uh, I'm, yeah, uh, that's okay. Am, am yeah. I misremembering this, or didn't in the first season didn't they kind of address this? Yes. Where, where Luke said, Luke, "Don't call me Luke's, that." Luke, he, yeah, he and, straight and up was like, "He very says, don't call me it. that," and he also doesn't say it. No, like, he doesn't. I'm not going to say it. And I, I think you know maybe but they don't address that again. They don't. They don't yeah, go into that I think, again. I think that's the thing. It's like they didn't. They just kind of. And it gets dropped so many times. It's almost like they kind of went yeah. away from what they had in the front. And and I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be you know uh, you know some kind of uh, verbal police here. I'm just I'm saying it's like one of those. It's like if we're talking inclusion and we're trying to say like diversity, you know everybody should be represented. Let's not have things that that really separate people. And this is a word that separates people. But you're the you're probably the one on the podcast here that says fuck the most. Uh, yeah. And and so <laughs> kids that. probably shouldn't be listening to this. If you know, yeah, so, I know. I, so I've talked a, to my sister about that. So that's a form that is, of, of I would say that's exclusion. That's true. I'm I'm just trying to change the conversation from from race to something well, that is more uh, <laughs> homogenous. Yes. You know. Uh, so well, that, but okay. Here's 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 the thing though. If a kid says fuck, he gets reprimanded a little bit. Okay. If a white person says the n word, you're talking mass cancel culture on there you i mean you might get into shades, fights shade said it i mean i, I mean he's poor right and, and well which is another thing okay now is it is it any person of color can say it does that mean an asian can say it it wouldn't matter because they're technically a person of color no, so are native americans no. 
Well, okay, but that's what I'm saying is like, so Shades. He just said it in uh, in uh, Django Unchained, right? And he's caught he shit for it. it. He also said I know, it in Pulp Fiction. He did catch shit for it. <laughs> he said yeah, it in Pulp but, Fiction and he didn't, though. But he knows how to defend I mean, himself. So he has now. They, they came back and got him for it. They, there's certain people that, and then there's also certain people say, shut up, just let him do his fucking movie. But there's Was also certain but, people that get, Pulp get Fiction. on our case for saying fuck, you know? So, I mean. There's also the hard not, R and the, there's also the hard R and the soft R. Which is I funny got, because if <laughs> I got soap uh, uh, in my uh, mouth for saying I think it was shit or I don't know, I said I don't but, I think it was even tamer. We're, than we're that. talking the know. difference in adolescents and adults, and and then we're talking the difference between a race, right? And there, there, I, I mean, mean I, I understand what you're trying to do, but there is differences in it, and yes, there is the difference between the A and the hard R, which is funny because having the subtitles on there, they never spell it out hard hard R, but if you listen to them. They're not all A's. Not, there's some hard yeah. R's in there, and it's like, oh, but no, they're spelling them all with the with the A, and it's like, it's it just one of those things. Is it, it did take me out of it, and and maybe it's because the culture we're in now, where you know you got every other rap song in it, it's you know half the half the damn lyrics, you do know. You but think, then, then, do you think that's why they phonetically spelled out the the uh, Jamaican accent too? Was because they phonetically <laughs> spelled out, you know. You know, N A G G. No, because if they would have spelt it out the actual way they said it, there would have been some ERs in there and not just all A's. Okay. Because there are some definite times, and Mariah is one of the biggest ones to say it with the ER because she's saying it in a derogatory way to another person. I didn't know there was a difference in uh, how. In, in its its effect, if you spell it with the supposedly there is is the A R or the A. A is supposed to be, I'm talking about a friend or something like that. The ER is supposed to be the derogatory way. Like an A is like, you're my boy. Hard R is a derogatory way. That's that's, that's part of the, and and we're, I mean, this is a very different podcast if we start to go (laughs) down this road. I mean, it's fire No, 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 no. But that's, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's like, it's a very big distinction. It's like the distinction of when you, when you hear, uh, when Joe Rogan says it, when he's trying to get other, like he, he he's trying to get somebody else on his podcast to to say to say the N word, and he's trying to get him to say it, and he keeps saying he's like say it, say the N word, say, it, but he's hard Ring it, and he's trying to get the other guy. So it's like it's very, but it's like I don't understand. I mean, he's he's like I'm trying to normalize it or whatever, but I don't know. That's that's a whole other conversation for a different time. But I've never really been a Joe Rogan fan anyway. I, I lump him in with Adam Carolla on people that are, are, you know, given too much credit for being geniuses when they're actually idiots and just have a big microphone in front of them. So See, that's I funny. I actually, I actually find Joe Rogan, uh, no, I wouldn't say he's a genius, but he's a great interview. Far from a genius, far from a genius. I, I never said he was. And you know what? He'll be yeah. the first to agree with you. He, he He's the first to admit he's not a genius and he's not the greatest, but all he's doing is having conversations. So, yeah, I, don't think he's a, conversations. I, I don't even think, I don't, I, but I don't think he's a good interviewer because I think he's too repetitive. And that's the problem with Adam Carolla too. They go down the same road with the same stuff and they recap and they refurbish and there's nothing different every time. It's, it always comes around to the same kind of stuff and it just gets boring and monotonous. It's like, fuck, I have better things to do with my time. Okay. And I, I'm with Noah on this. I, I'm not. I, I don't think he's a genius, but I do think he is an effective interviewer in that he knows how to bring out, you know, the the better part of someone, or like to inspire conversation that is interesting to listen to. I've. I mean, I'm not a podcast listener, but 
but Joe Rogan, I have listened to that fight, fight club, uh, podcast we did all the oh, content yeah. I got was with, was the interview that Joe with Rogan did with the, with the author. No, not the director. The, oh, the author. The, uh, you're the right. You're author right. The, the, author. the author of the book. Yeah. Those were, those, I actually listened to those. Those were really good. Yeah. yeah but, but I mean, isn't this podcast like two hours a day? It's like a two-hour podcast. He does like three it's, or four a week, but they're in there. They're like three hours, but some yeah, they're, they're like, like three hours. But that's the thing. It's like there's so much. It, they just get if you listened every day, every time it was on for three or four hours. Like that's a thing. I listen. Adam Carolla's two and a half hours every single day. They used to listen to it all the time. It got to be the same thing over and over oh. and over again. Hang on, we're and it's the to, same thing with we, Joe Rogan. Isn't this what we're asking of our audience to listen to this podcast? We have, <laughs> I, we have 116 all, episodes. Come on, we're. we're we're, well, we're asking them listen, to commit. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, we're not doing five a week. <laughs> no, I get, we I get what you're saying. We're doing five a week. <laughs> so, so the difference, I, I see what you're saying with that, but the difference I find with Joe Rogan is, is that he has a lot of different people, and I think some of his best um, ones are ones where he's talking with other comedians where most of the time they're just bringing up funny stories and talking shit like that. Now, he, when he does bring on some scientists and some other people, sometimes it might get repetitive with different people, but he's trying to get them to tell their story, which is what I feel. I don't listen to Adam Carolla, so I can't I can't judge it against that, but I don't I don't see him getting repetitive. I think what he does a lot is he really tries to get the other the guest to tell their side of stories and stuff like that so but i mean everybody no one's you know going to be a hundred percent with everybody it's just there's no one person out there that's you know got everybody's a fan maybe ryan reynolds i mean he's pretty pretty solid but just watching deadpool right before this started i watched i watched free guy and went right into deadpool because <laughs> nice. i was just kind of had it on in the background coming into this podcast so um He's yeah, dreaming, I mean, all right. I, that's right. He's a podcast. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to disrail, derail this too much with that, but it was just one of those things that season one and season two had a different feel with that to me, and I don't know what the different where it came from, but to me, it seemed like it was very evident that they were pushing a lot of that. I mean, there was the one scene they were they were pushing where, it, but I, and I think at the same time they were pushing the violence with that scene that I was yeah. calling out. Well, um, the other, go ahead. I was gonna no. say the other one that really got me was is is the Luke uh, Cage and Claire conversation where you know he punches the wall like before that he's talking about how you know how angry he is and how no one ever sees him but uh, a black man in a hoodie and I was like there there's no real context for him to come out that angry because all he's been around is in Harlem where it's just a bunch of other black people so is it. Is it everybody sees a black guy in a hoodie the same way, or you know what I, I mean? Was, it's, it was, I was very. I was frustrated they didn't explore that more because it seemed like once that conversation was over, and, and yeah, they never left, went back to it. He moved on, and he never got all, all uh, you know, angry again. He, he never, he never explored that. Yeah. Um, so. Um, but I didn't think there was anything that led up to that conversation in the beginning. It's like well, everybody, you know, you're, fight, I, everybody what, you're fighting against is is black people, right? Other black people. So why is it that everybody just sees you as a black man in a hoodie and that becomes a problem when is it other black people? No, Rosario Dawson wanted to back off from the MCU a little bit. So so they had to write her well, character off. The, <laughs> But okay, they could have done that a hundred different ways instead of uh, tackling a thing like this and not not doing it justice for one but i wonder bringing up I the wonder basic stereotypes that, uh, she, wanted, she wanted to get into this she wanted to get into the star wars universe is that she's like she's like i want to get out of the mcu and i want to get into star wars is she in is she in the star wars what she's in uh she's in uh, mandalorian she's, season two she's she's ahsoka tano 
the live action Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, she knew oh, that she right. knew the Mandalorian was going to be so fucking f- badass that she's like, yeah, I got to get a piece of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got to get into that. I got to get out yeah. of these Netflix, these Netflix studs. She's like, Luke, I've had enough coffee with you. I need to go get me some blue milk on Tatooine with uh, with Amando. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's... Exactly. Nice. So uh, let me. Did you have anything else, Nina? Sorry, I wanted to. No, I just it's the the whole conversation is tough because. Mm-hmm. Sure. I oh, mean, word yeah, words have meanings, and you yeah. know, and it's. I I think there are there are some words that are just so toxic that it's hard to talk about them and you know oh yeah i mean i'm not i'm not a person of color but i am a woman and there's a you know like there's, there's different things huh there's a couple there's a word out there that my wife really hates too there's yeah. there's a couple there's a couple of words that it's like if someone were to say that to me it would be like you know what i am never talking to you again so the interesting thing with that is though is you know, there's not a bunch of people that are throwing that around as like, oh, that's my buddy. That's my, you know, they're not. Using well, but they do. But but it's used if in the U.S. If you go to England. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. So that's the thing. If you go to England, it's a much more common. Yeah, but it if it's the I same mean, word we're thinking about. It is the four, like, yeah. C word. The four yeah. letter C word. Yeah. 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 But, it, yeah. but it doesn't have the same connotation. Um, right. Or does it? <laughs> No, yeah, I don't no, think I don't think they're no, throwing it around like, oh yeah, not, that's my. <laughs> not as he. That's not my C word. word. It's it's more like an F. It's more in the F bomb yeah. category. But if I they think. made a a female centric series that used the the C word to an extent that made you uncomfortable, would that mean that the series I, was not I worth? Have, I mean, it it still is socially relevant. See, you know, I don't see, know. See, I don't know. I mean, I have there's. You guys probably have not seen. There's a stage play called The Vagina Monologues. No. Oh, with I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. I've heard of it, haven't seen it yet. I, I. Side note, I think every guy can learn a lot about women going to see this play. But it's it's a bunch of like short vignettes, and one of them is about the c word. Mm-hmm. And the woman, uh, it's they're all monologues. So she talks about like this is this word is so horrible and toxic, and we have to take it back. And she ends up like shouting it, and it's like I've seen it three times, and I still, I'm like I get what they're going for, right. I know what they're trying to say, I know they're trying to like take the power away from it, but it's just like that I don't think you're coming back from that, <laughs> and you know, but I mean I have seen, I have seen like Bo said like shows from England where one girl will call another girl that word and it's just like like don't be a daft c and and it's like you know maybe it's english accent but i'm like okay i guess this is supposed (laughs) it does make everything better they do make everything more charming um i agree with you and and it's funny the one the one thing you said in that 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 brings me back to the n-word is the the taking it back and i know that's that that's the the mantra of you know oh using the you know and it's 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 great for that. And I'm, I'm all for taking the power away from it and stuff like that. But when you, when you isolate it and you talk about, we want equality, we want everybody to first and everybody to be the same, but yet you, you actively isolate one group, you know, from the others by doing that, you're, you're going against what you're saying. And, and, I, and that's I fine. Know. I just, I'm not dying to say it. 
I mean, no, I'm, I neither would, am I. I. Would, yeah, I would prefer that nobody said it, but I'm like, right. I'm not gonna police. I, I, it's not my place to police it either. Well, you know? so, so here's here's where I come from. I grew up in a neighborhood and, and with friends that said it a lot. And, and I listened to a lot of music that said it. So I, I have said it in the past, not in a derogatory way, but, you know, singing songs and hanging out with my buddies and stuff like that. Yeah, I've said it and I've said it to my black friends and had no re repercussions because I was one of the group, you know, I, I it, just one of those things. But that isn't the case all the time and today and it's like but it's pushed more and more and the music pushes it more and more and we're trying you know so that's what i'm saying is now you take a disney show or not i'm sorry i shouldn't say disney because it's not disney yet marvel show where you know you're 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 talking to a, a large group of people it's it's like yes i know this one is a black cultural central but you're also trying to make this you know out for everybody like if this is if, if your Try goal is to just say it, yeah. normalize it, yeah you're just saying hey we want to show a strong black man and doing all this and you know we want everybody to, to look at this and be happy about it but then you isolate and and kind of you know put that in there it, i think it takes away from it is well, what what's the role say. what's the role of media because you know you just said that that you said it around your friends and it was it was accepted and maybe that's what a writer is trying to say i want i want to we're, we're dealing with a culture that uses the n-word and and i want to normalize it in a in a way that kind of creates an atmosphere of acceptance and so i'm going to throw but it into the script but that's the problem is I, it I hasn't, it's, it's gone opposite of it's it's not being normalized and it's never going to get normalized and no that's, i i'm that's, not i'm not i'm not pushing for normalization i'm just saying that <laughs> that maybe that's from a writer's standpoint they're not trying to they're not trying to say this is bad. They're trying to say this is real. You know, they're trying to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think and I think they're. I'd go back to I think the writers are using it as a crutch to make it seem. I like agree with it too. It's a weak crutch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But the other thing is, you know, no, you make a you make a good point, and we're we're generally the same age. I mean, you're a year or two. I guess you're two years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm 52, so. Uh, but you I'm know, right I in don't... the middle. I'm right in the middle. Do I count for something? Come on. <laughs> well, you do. You do. You do, of course, when it comes to age, um, but but I guess the thing that, it, and maybe I'm maybe I'm not uh, maybe I'm not as aware as I thought. And Nina, you know, we grew up in the same town, and and I don't know if it's the same uh, proportions or the same demographic that what you're describing for where you grew up, Noah. But you know, where we grew up, it was a very large black population, right? I mean, and I can say that I never heard that word used in high school, middle school, I mean, ever. And we're certainly not like, we're certainly not in the affluent, like yeah. areas of Southeastern Pennsylvania where <laughs> like it's, and not, not like that would matter, but it's certainly like, I would say we're in a, a middle-class blue collar neighborhood. And I just don't ever remember. So that's the thing. Is hearing that used ever. It was, it was, yeah, it was, I, yeah, I can't, I can't remember using it either. Um, so. I would I would say at my high school I heard it used yeah. not or not hearing it or even yeah. hearing it ever. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I, did you I, listen I, to hip hop growing up? Did you listen to to eighties uh, rap, gangster rap? I listen to rap. I listen to NWA. NWA. I'm saying I'm saying I heard it in music. Yes, yeah. I never heard it, but and my friends never said it. I right. never said so that's where that's a lot of it was. Uh, there were that's where a lot of it was, and then I had I had I mean I I went to a school that was probably fifty percent uh, black, you know white was probably only maybe twenty five thirty percent at the most. Yeah. I, I mean we didn't have that of... same we we probably had fifty percent. Would you say yeah. Nina? 
I yeah, had a I lot of so. friends that it's, were that. We have a lot. There's a lot more Hispanics in town now, but at yeah. the time, yeah, I would say it was probably 50-50. So, uh, well, and see, that's that's uh, we had a lot of Hispanics too. So, I mean, it was it was all over the place. But I would say, you know, even the friends I hang around, it wasn't like a common word then. Even like now, where it seems to be even more so. That's why I'm saying it was. It seemed to be overused in this. Now, I don't know if that's because it's the criminal aspect and stuff like that, but it's just one of those, like, um, I didn't hear it a lot from my friends. I definitely, like, I wasn't over at my friend's house, and his mom was throwing it around, like, you know, you know, uh, you kind of heard here, it just it, it just seemed more prevalent. And that's that's all I was trying to see what your guys' thoughts on it, because it's it's one of those things is, and now the culture is different too from it was when we were, you know, in high school and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I mean, it, maybe it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like you said, I, not... I, I would hope that they would have a lot of uh, black writers and people in production and all the, that. Well, if they're trying show. to get the black culture, I think they would. And, and the actors, I think, would have stepped up and said, yeah, this is right. This isn't right. You know? Yeah. So... Right, this was, I mean, this whole series, I just looked at some of the writers and meeting the creator I... and then the head writer for all 26 episodes. Yeah, I was looking at that. Like, so I saw where the um, you get some of the writers, and then you get some of the guys that created the comic books that were executive and written by, but they're not necessarily on each episode. So it it, it is there, and it's not. I just it's just one of those things. I think it it probably to me it took away away from the show. I don't I don't know, and I don't blame anybody else if it didn't. It's not. It's just one of those things. It's like it it. When it happens, it's kind of like it takes me out of what the story is, and I start going, "Okay, why did I mean? Was it was it needed? Was it did it add anything to the story? Did it, add, you know, that's all it was. I, it made me think less of the characters. Realistically, do you th are you there know? are there are there movies or series out there that use the N word that you say do a good job at it? Or is it is it kind of a flat no? So this is that's where I was gonna say like so in a in I can't think of any movie where I've thought like oh my god they just they just blanketed that movie with the with it for for but, purposes. But so you're I don't, okay I think, if it's out there kind of in a in a, I, in a limited. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean it's gonna ha it, in a, in a black culture section I could see this where so with, I could see with, certain with that, characters say this. With that in mind, I would say this series didn't. I mean, yeah, maybe they didn't know what they were doing with the n-word but but to me that wasn't the negative part of this series the negative no part of no the no was, i just was that it was 13 episodes and it should have been five you know? <laughs> uh yeah i i could have i could have seen eight there's there are a lot of storylines um you know i i yeah you're right that wasn't the worst part of this series by far uh to me i i didn't like um uh mariah dillard as a character or mariah stokes um i thought the actor was hit or miss throughout the rest, you know, most of it. She um, put herself out. I would have almost though, rather man. just. I mean, that's not an easy role, and and she. Oh yeah. She tried, and she's. I mean, she's she's normally fantastic in everything, but yeah, I think it was. There's the character was, was so consistent. Yeah. yeah. There was parts she was great, and then parts I was like, that was horrible. It's tough <laughs> when you have thirteen writers. <laughs> That are writing yeah. different True. episodes and, True. and trying to like I, take the character in different directions. I have to say her her uh, her scene her death scene with Luke Cage at the end was oh with the with the poison. Yeah, but when she was like dying and and yeah. and then later with <laughs> talking about what? the will, I thought that was great. Good. Okay. 
Yeah, that yeah. La- that was episode thirteen. That was an odd episode because yeah, it it, it the felt whole like prison interaction I mean, was really. It almost felt horrible. like it didn't belong. They already had a climax. Yeah, and so there were only a a a, hand, a couple scenes that really made it worth it. Was that death scene and the Godfather scene when when they closed the door and and I think those were the moments that you could have tacked on to episode twelve and called it a yeah. day, you know, and said that that we're done. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It goes back to they had thirteen episodes. They had to fill it up somehow. So, we'll we'll fill it up with this or whatever. I so. wish I wish they would have broken this into two two separate things where you didn't have the the Bushmaster versus Mariah story at all. It would have been either Luke Cage versus Bushmaster alone or Luke Cage versus Mariah. And um, and they may not have been able to make that as an interesting story writing it, but I think it would have been played out better because the the whole ping pong shit with luke cage really made him seem ridiculous goofy and soft i think Um, they i think it would have been better if they wrote luke cage better to deal with the ping pong aspect of things because i like i like it more when there's there's dynamic enemies you know it's not just one versus well there's one. that point of it but the way he went like oh i'm gonna protect you now and and then no i'm gonna protect them it's like why didn't you just step back and let them kill each other and then be done with it yeah because you know he's like oh well i was trying to protect the innocent but you didn't really more people right. just got killed because you were interfering you know so it's it's one of those it's it's really weird that way um one of the other things I wish they would have spent more time on is is Bushmaster and his backstory and his powers and and what his and and been a little bit more consistent with the power levels between him and in different episodes and and Luke Cage's kind of power levels too. So I thought well, they, all the powers the I powers did, are so inconsistent. I thought yeah. they were very inconsistent. I had that in my notes. But I thought they did a great <laughs> job with Bushmaster and kind of waiting it out. It took till later in the in the season before they finally revealed his backstory right. and made us more sympathetic. And that was that was hard. It's like the first the first half of the season, I was like this guy is is brutal and he's evil. And it wasn't until the second part of the season where I realized he's got a backstory and there's a reason why he is who he is. And I oh, can get the backstory it. was good, but so the power. So I like really... I like that how they they played that out. So I I wish they would have just done more with it. And in like Bo was saying, the powers were so over the board. Like one time he you know he thumps a guy in the head and he passes out. Another guy he th- you know times he throws him against the car and the guy gets back up and fights you know or yeah. he gets he yeah. gets kicked and goes flying across the room but then he gets you know he takes a hand grenade in his hands and it doesn't even you know flinch right. yeah it, it's, it's that's like, why they need consistent consistent stunt stunt yeah. people that kind of you know can can create a a consistency with these fight yeah. scenes yeah well it's also like he gets punched by a guy and he kind of moves back but he gets shot by a bullet and doesn't move i'm like um i think a bullet actually packs more of a punch than a than someone actually throwing a punch most of the time hey nina you said the fire scene was really cgi what about that scene when the the blades came out of bushmasters oh yeah you know when <laughs> they kind of like pushed out of his <laughs> chest was that was that effective yeah. or yeah, that was good. That looked kind of cool on my phone. I, I thought it was, yeah, <laughs> right. that's, that's what I was saying, yeah. I thought it looked Yeah, good. that was kind of cool. I, <laughs> I, yeah, it was, again, it was kind of weird, like, you know, like they... 
They never actually it's showed like, that whole scene when, you know, they just showed that you know, he was in that, in the back of the cop car and he showed the little bomb. Oh, and he held he it, it, yeah. And then, and then it ended the episode. And then it, yeah. you know, this is when he finally, re, re, finally reveals that, you know, he got hit with all that shrapnel. Which doesn't make sense because that thing was just a tiny little explosive. It didn't have any shrapnel. And if it had been blown out, there's no way that shrapnel would have hit him in the chest if that bomb was right in front of him. Just saying. Yeah, you you make a good point, but that's every once in a while I have those on. It was a good effect. So this is this is this the is this the part of the of the podcast where we talk about all the stuff that was wrong with it? Sure. We need a segue. We need a segue song. Are are you saying we haven't been talking about what's been wrong with Luke Cage (laughs) season two? Well, no. I mean, I mean, I like that that, though. We have we have talked a lot about it, but I'm I'm talking more specifically about like just well, what what's like. We'll, so, we'll call so, it how I saw it. So, and it so was what wrong. is everyone's perspective of this? I mean, from my point of view, it had moments that were really good. Yeah. At the same I time, I don't think season two was 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 a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, here's how I would say: I would say the it was better than the second half of season one, but not as oh, good as yes. the first half of season one. Right. <laughs> that's, that's that's perfect. Um, I like that. <laughs> I like I said I I. I, I think the problem across the board for these Netflix shows is they don't have one voice. True. Not not in the way you know to compare it to Hawkeye, which we all yeah, love. I mean, yeah, love Hawk, it. huh? I still love it. I, I've yeah, seen that probably more than any other miniseries yet uh, for uh, Marvel. Pro- probably, I would. Yeah, same here. Um, How many times have you watched it? Four times. Same the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, okay. it's, <laughs> you know, it's but um, but that really felt like there was one creative voice across yeah. the whole thing. Like, True. like I said, like they need to do I, 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 doing I guess, guest writers, guest directors. They need to have a single voice from start yeah, to like. Yeah, I, like I said, it's it's, you know, I, I made I, I think I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts. It's like they need to have a list. Like here, here are the beats we want to hit, yeah. and make sure you hit them all in a logical order, and you know, don't try and pack in too much more stuff. Yeah, you know, and so- I think it's it, I think it's just kind of every all of these shows even the good ones just kind of meander a little bit and it's like it's like no get back to it's like yeah. i'm not interested in shades let's get back to shades is horrible <laughs> you know, or whatever so one of the one of the things i noticed in this too is is a lot of times when they had their their mass gun uh toting shooting episodes uh, I think they got a lot of their extras from from Star Wars, and they were all stormtroopers because uh, they couldn't hit anybody but but Luke yeah. Cage. So and it must have been the stormtroopers that were in Mandalorian because they can't hit anybody but Mando. But he just you know brushed. Yeah. Well, that was funny. That was funny when they 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 actually there was a scene in Mandalorian I was watching, and one of the things one of the things they said was. Oh, they can't hit the side of a panther. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's funny because it, it's like, yeah, Luke Cage is bulletproof, but why does everybody just shoot him and nobody else really gets shot? I mean, it's 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 pretty bad. Uh, and and 
I this is one of the things I think is horrible about uh, the the powers and the way they really represent this is that's all he really has and so they use that like he just stands there and gets shot and it's like over and over again like it's it's kind of like okay we've seen that it, it'd be like if if Iron Man just came in and shot his repulsor every time and he never did anything else or you know true it, it, but, it just, but, it, but think about like Jessica Jones or or Danny Rand if they got shot what would happen do we know I mean would they die they might Okay, so, but I mean, but it. <laughs> I mean, at least we have a, a a hero that can defend themselves against bullets. Right, so. but every every time he gets in a scrap, that's all that happens is he gets shot at, and he stands there and gets bullets in his new Carhartt sweatshirt. Yeah, or, you know his hood. Well, <laughs> we fun. actually know that's Danny. Danny would, Danny would die because there's there's at one point. I think it's when they're in the hallway and it's on the defenders where he's oh, like, get behind me, get behind me. Yeah. yeah. He does that a couple of times. Like, no, I would be okay with matrix. He'd do it. He'd do a, a Keanu Reeves bullet. <laughs> he would time punch matrix. it with his, his glowing fit. Oh yeah. He would punch the bullet in the air. Oh, that right, would be that. epic. They should do that, that for cool. season three. If they ever come <laughs> up with one. Or but that's, they, I mean, it just, maybe they did that in season two. I haven't seen it yet. So yeah. It's just the fight scenes, and that's what got old with Luke Cage. And maybe this is why the fight scenes are so bad, is because that's all they can do is have guys with guns, or or the guys that come out and hit him with a bat, and it just goes ding, ding. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, come on, like find a little different. It's it, there. There's got to be a better way to have him fight. I I don't know what it is, but I mean, maybe maybe go look at some of these uh, UFC fights where these guys are or the the big heavyweights or or you know. Go look at some some big heavyweight fights and see how those guys do, and maybe get him trained that way because he just looks horrible in his fights for the most part. Hey, hey, since I brought it up, does I haven't seen season two of of Iron Fist? Does he punch a bullet? Spoiler alert! Yeah. No, uh, I, okay. I don't recall him doing that. Okay. No, he did. So season three, say, right? Season three, if they yeah. ever had one. I think I think season two of Luke, or of Iron Fist was better than the original, the first season. Maybe they um, learned something correctly. from how people received uh, episode ten of Luke Cage two. I think it was already filmed by this time, so I don't think they change him that much. Oh, okay. But he does get better. Um, if I remember correctly, um, Colleen Wing is heavily involved in it, and she yeah. um, and it just well, seemed like a yeah, better story, good. if I remember correctly. And speaking of Matrix, uh, she's in Matrix uh, Four. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep, she did. She did a good job in that. Not the greatest so, movie, but she did. Yeah. Good. No, I'm looking at uh, movie, some, but it's it's still worthwhile yeah. viewing. I'm I'm looking at the writers. Did Lucy yeah. Liu wrote one of these episodes? She really? wrote it or directed? I know she directed the first episode. I don't know if she. Oh, wrote she it. did direct it. I'm sorry, she uh, did direct. Wait, of Luke. Yeah, she, what are we talking about? Luke yeah, Cage she, or Iron Fist? Yeah, she directed the first episode of Luke Cage. Lucy Matter of fact, Liu? I think wow. most of the directors are are female, actually, if I'm not mistaken. At least I the did, first two or three episodes, for sure, are are female directors. Yeah, I did directors. notice that too. I did not. Wow. And which is interesting because, like, I like the fact that they did it. And they didn't go out and pander to it, like, "Hey, look, it's female power." You know, they just did it, and they were good. And you know, it's not like you know, no one goes, "Oh my God, that was a horrible episode." What was that? That was because of fe you know, you know what I mean? It's like no one, no one boycotted it because it was a female director before even watching it. They just watched it. It is what it was, and then it's like, "Yeah, okay, she did good, awesome." Yeah. Actually, I, I think I think the first episode was good, and and I I, I don't think. 
outside of episode 10, I don't think any of them are better or worse than, well, okay, maybe 13 is the worst of all, but I think <laughs> 10 is so, definitely the best and the rest are all kind of even. So I watched episode 10 again today just to kind of... it's great. Well, I, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was called The Main Ingredient and... To me, I read that and it's like, is that because it's Danny Rand, the white boy yeah. that's come in to rescue them? Oh. I mean, I, I mean, and, and I watched it and it didn't come across as anything too spectacular. I thought they did a better job at Danny Rand, considering he's, you know, the new haircut, the, the, the I don't know. There was something about <laughs> his, his whole Iron Fist series, which was the an epic failure. And, and here he did a little bit better than that. OK, is that worthwhile making this the best episode of Luke Cage season two? I don't know. I don't I don't know what made this so epic. Maybe it was because I was watching I it think... on 1.0 speed okay. and, and all I could <laughs> all I could notice was that it was very slow. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think what made this such a good episode is that the interaction between the two characters, uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, w seemed legitimately and and was was endearing. Like they were talking about you know the problems and and how to deal with them and, and you know he's trying to help them and it seemed such a, a interesting thing that we didn't get a lot in in a lot of these other episodes other than maybe when Luke was talking to his father. Like the rest of them were kind of these boring conversations and stuff like that, and I thought the fight scene that they had was was one of the best in most of the Marvel Netflix. I mean, outside of some of the hallway scenes and, and the stuff in Daredevil, I think it was one of the better choreographed. Like it looked like they, I give you that. Luke yeah. Cage looked like he knew what he was fight, how he yeah. was fighting. Like he, and then they they kind of combo moved some stuff, and you just I it, especially at that one point two five, it looked great on my phone. I was like, this is badass. Um, so I, I think that's why. Why is it any better or worse than any of those? I don't know for sure. Uh, I don't think it's definitely Danny Rand just being there, being the white guy. I think it is the fact that those two had a great chemistry that you know made people want yeah. to see. Iron Fist and Luke Cage, which is what they were in the comics. They were these these they were best friends essentially in the comics, and it, and you almost really? got a feeling from that that we never felt in any of these others. And that's yeah, why that's, I think it. I I can't behind that. Marvel, yeah. the Marvel movies in general do not have. I, I this bug this bugged me about in the Avengers that because Cap and Iron Man in the comics were very very good friends. Yeah. And they never really. There was no civil like war. It. Yeah, I mean. Well, there's civil war, but they were still good friends, and and that's what what created some I mean, of the tension is that they were such good friends, but they were on opposite sides. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's if it's maybe just popular entertainment in America in general just has a problem with close male friendships, you know. <laughs> yes, it, it just, does. It does, and it's just it's like you know there are. There are guys who, you know, so, so you kind of have to keep at arm's length, you know. <laughs> so, so I'm casting Noah's cinema. Thor. Just, just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it works, and we're great friends. Um, what I see is anytime that uh, <laughs> when uh, the cinema or shows or anything have a a close male companionship or whatever they automatically the, the everybody's like oh they got they got to be lovers and they got to you know and it's like no they they can just be 
friends. Like it, it's 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 one of those. It's like they're too afraid to do that. And because a lot of what the the audience, there's a certain section of them, I should say, that there's you know, yeah, the, but there's the a shifting. certain yeah, this, there's a certain section of the audience that's going to do that no matter what. I mean, there's right. You know, you go down that pathway. I mean, they've they ship siblings and you know well yeah that's how we got game of thrones yikes but (laughs) but you know and it's it's like no way it's it so i but i think you have to get away from that i think you have to say but i think that's part of the problem is is they're afraid to do that because every time they do have uh people that have such a close connection that automatically becomes the the default everybody's saying oh they got to be gay then but i but i think that's been forever you know and I, it's, I didn't see that as much earlier, but we didn't have that. We didn't have as many. Uh, I mean, we can't go back into the 70s and 80s and go, oh, they had such a, a close bond. Like, and so it's been that way forever. But now if they try and do it, that's what I see. And it's it, yeah. it's social media now because way more people have a platform um, so that it gets out there. And yes, it's probably always been going on. I know there's a lot of uh, fanfic that deals directly with a lot of that stuff, which is what I hate because it's like, you know, there's there's so much uh, negativity towards uh, masculinity and stuff like that. And then if you have two two males that are are masculine, but yet they have a a, a tight bond, they're automatically oh they got to be gay. And it's like, well, why can't two masculine males have a a tight bond? You know, but then you know you turn around and you go oh well there's two women, you know, and and they they're close friends. They're automatically either close friends or deepest enemies. It's like it's never one, you know, it's never in between. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's just interesting what you know, what apparently the writers of Hollywood think people want to see, and then the 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 five percent of the trolls out there that have the loudest voices get heard, and you know, and that's what we end up getting stuck with. So. Yeah. That's true. The trolls do have their way. Well, it's it's the loud the loud speaking or the squeaky wheel gets the the notice, and and it's usually a small percentage, and then and then everybody, all the media flies off and like, oh, all the Marvel you know fans are are you know saying this and that, and it's like, no, there's probably three people on Twitter that said that, and the rest of us are like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah. it, it but that's but the headline is this and that, and yeah, I I mean we kind of saw that a little bit with uh, in in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, right, buddy, uh, buddy. Bucky, buddy, Bucky, and um, <laughs> and um, Falcon were 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 definitely starting to you know create a tight bond and, and you know like a brotherly bond and stuff like that. But yet you know you go look online and there's so many people like oh yeah now they're they're lovers and stuff is like why can't they just be friends? You know yeah. Why can't someone have a hetero life mate like Jay and Silent Bob and just be that way? <laughs> Or Noah and Steve. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Steve yeah. is my 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 hetero life mate. So nice, nice. Um, yeah, I I don't I can't figure that out either. And it's like there is so much, you know. It's it's got to be, you know. They put everybody in a box, and that's just a, I think it's True. a Hollywood thing because it's, you know, people are lazy, right? I think it, that's part of it too, right? People. Writers are like, well, this is what we do, so I'm just going to keep doing it because then people will be able to identify it or whatever, and it's just <laughs> it's wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one thing I wanted to kind of go back to uh, was they talk about her needing $20 million for – was it $20 million she needed for something? She needed it for to, to build the, the hospital. Beginning. 
I thought it was to buy the the stock of the plastic place. Yeah. Oh, she wanted... yeah, yeah. She needed some money. It was for some some kind of a. That's why they sold a... the weapons to get yeah. this plastic, and that's what got him so into they could... the deeper. Right, right, right. So. So the whole time, uh, uh, shoot, what's his name? The the Hispanic guy. Um, oh, Shades? Shades. The whole time, Shades is like, just sell the Basquiat, just sell the Basquiat. And or they... The painting. Is that the painting? That's the Basquiat. That's the painter. Okay. So okay. Basquiat, he's a famous painter. He's from Harlem. Um, you know, the, the kind of story behind it is... You know, she, first of all, it's his most famous painting she has. And it's probably not the original. I mean, the original, I looked it up. The original's only, only, and I say only, the original's like 5 million in the, in the 5 million category. So it's like they need 20 million. They're going to sell this painting. They're still going to be 15 million short. So, you know, they're making it sound like they have this original Basquiat and that's worth $20 invest, million. Dollars. They can invest it in something that has like, well, in the, triple in the plastic company, the Marvel bucks are four to one for real dollars. There it we must, go. It must <laughs> be. Yeah. It's just like, solved. it's like to, Noah solved your ba problem. Ba go on. Basquiat was way more influential in the Marvel universe. It was. Yes. <laughs> he's the first, mutant in the 616 <laughs> he must have been something very very different than power nice yeah but i mean it's like i mean you look at this stuff and it's like you know she first of all it's like even having that painting it doesn't make any sense why she would have it it's like that's a, like it's things like that i can't get over it's like they they create this whole thing that's like she has this original the original basquiat that's the most famous one that they're yeah. like sell it it's like Okay, whatever. I guess I can kind of maybe believe that. I don't know. With as many people and many bullets got shot around in that place, how did that thing not get fucking? Oh, not one. Damaged? Right. There you go. That's another great point. Not one. Not one. Not bullet. one. But, one. But not that, one straight would, bullet. But would that make the the value less or more? Only if it hit. Only if it hit Biggie right where he was shot. Oh uh, in the actual man! Area. Then it would be like like be like four times as much. Right. That's Early the, knock, that's it, the Marvel return. Off, there you go. Right. If it knocked off the crown. Just <laughs> if it knocked that crown oh. off, and there's actually a couple. There's one picture that's on IMDb when you're when you go and look at Luke Cage. One of the one of the first pictures is. Um, Sorry, is uh, uh, uh standing... Mariah is standing in front of the painting, and the crown is over her head. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that one. So that's and I'm, they've done it. Beat they did it in the first season too, but they did it in the yeah. first season with uh, the other guy, uh, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth, right? Yeah. They did it with Cottonmouth, yeah. and then and then second season, it's like so the new queen, yeah, you know, the new crown or whatever is there. So anyway, yeah, but yeah, no, stuff I... like that bugs me. It's just it's. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's well, there's a whole lot of like, I, I I just how no one shot her, how no one shot you know, uh, shades. Oh. I would have shot him just for wearing those stupid sunglasses all the time. Like he's just <laughs> he just looks stupid. Um, th there's a lot of things that you have to put disbelief disbelief into. Uh, but I mean they do. I'm gonna have I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save that for later, for when, <laughs> for when when you, for when you start. For you, I'll be like, no. You remember in uh, episode one sixteen at the uh, one at the two hour mark where you said you have to put some disbelief into this? 
Yeah, just, yeah. just you're saving this for Thor Ragnarok, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. Oh no, that that all happened. That's We're right. friends from work, man. Come that's on. A, that's a, that's a, It's a documentary. You didn't know that Thor Ragnarok is actually the only documentary in the MCU. Oh my god! When we get to that episode, what are we gonna do? We're gonna be like, like oh. we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna listen to Noah for two hours. Yeah, we're gonna let Noah speak. <laughs> oh come don't, on, you guys are gonna be... don't don't start recording until he gets the all the. My God, I love Thor so much. Oh, I know. It'll be the next day and I'll I'll text him. It's like, oh, crap. I forgot to hit record. (laughs) You guys are going to watch it and love it so much. You're going to be right there with me. I just, I was saying, I just watched it. I just watched it like two, two or three weeks ago uh, before our last Marvel one. I just, I had it on. Yeah. It's actually a little better than I remember. (laughs) It's good. It's good. So it's going to be a... Interesting podcast. I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> so one of the other, uh, I was just scrolling through some of the the, the uh, actors in this, and one of the other guys, and we talked about him very little, but um, just his death scene. But where uh, it's uh, uh, Annecy, Annecy, uh, the uncle, uh, Bushmaster's uncle. He's the one that was put on fire. Are, we he talked was another about it just one. a little, and that was that was a well. I mean, I mean, that's all we talked it. about him as a character was him dying essentially. Yeah, but I brought he, his death scene up as a very valid yeah, point to this. But podcast. you never brought up the, the actor and the character and okay. how good he was in the story. All right, um, he was one. Uh, I enjoyed him a lot, and he was and I good. Think what it was, yeah. I think he was he was uh, what Luke Cage's dad was to uh, Bushmaster. He was that that little bit of uh, uh, voice of reason and stuff like that, like, you know, the kind of sounding block and stuff like that where he, he went to check in with him. And he always had the right things to say. And his death was was rough. Like just the fact that I I, I, I mean, he really wasn't part of it. He he was he ran a restaurant. He wasn't part of this big you know, rum running, you know, going after Mariah. He tried to talk yeah. him out of this shit so many times. What was times his name then, again? What was his name? Uh, it's Aunt, uh, Anansi, Anansi, Anansi. That's it. <laughs> Which Anansi, that's yeah. funny story. Um, I was listening to a podcast and they talked, uh, I, I hadn't watched the episode again yet. And they're like, Oh yeah. And then there's that scene where they burned a Nazi. And I, <laughs> there's, a, there's a Nazi in this episode. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking? What did I like miss? Yeah, they said it three or four times. I'm like, what are they talking? And I got all the way through it. And it finally dawned on me, like episode 13, when I heard the name again, when when his wife is saying, just bring it. I'm like, oh, it's not a Nazi. It's okay. All right, I it's got it. Honestly, I was like, yeah. His nickname his nickname was a Nazi, but his actual name was Paul. Just throw oh, yeah, that out a, there. A, a, Nazi, a Nazi is um, is an African trickster god. Oh, Anansi okay. the oh. spider, yeah. So it's Loki. It's, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, kind of the African Loki. Yeah, is it, nice. is it is anything different in Jamaica? I mean, there... from from what I understand, like a lot of the, um, when they talk about voodoo, uh huh, it's it's sort of, um, a sort of a mashup of Catholicism and the African religions. Okay, so like a lot of the the spirits in voodoo are the names of african deities so i just i loved the his accent too like he killed he killed him and then there was the scene where uh, luke cage goes in and there's the four guys i don't know if they're playing dominoes or whatever game they were playing and they were just cutting jokes on him 
Like he's like, hey, yeah. you know, why are you standing there blocking out the sun? You know, and he's like, hey, yeah. why don't you walk away? Like walk outside. You know, it just the jokes were funny, but it was like they, yeah. they all did a really good job. And and uh, I, I I don't watch a lot of movies with Jamaican accents, but I I I would say they killed it. You know. Uh, I don't know any different. I can't say, oh, their dialect was off or this and that, but I thought it was very believable to me that I would have been like, every one of those guys is probably Jamaican, and it turns out none of them really are, uh, you know? <laughs> so they, they killed that. I, I, will, I will tell just as a side note, the West Indian Day Parade looks like a fun, fun time. <laughs> to me, that looked more like a carnival type. Uh, well, like, yeah, that's it's like that's kind of that the same they... thing. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know when it is, but yeah, they're they're carnival's a big thing there too. That's what it reminded me of, and I didn't know yeah. if it's, it's essentially the same thing or if it's a different. I, I just when I saw it, that's that's what came to mind. I don't I, I don't pretend to know enough about uh, that stuff, and and because we don't get a lot of that in uh, Northern California, um, so. Yeah, it's. Hey. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they yeah. filmed it like at the actual, Southern California like, either. Yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if they, they filmed some of those scenes at, like, the actual parade, because I know they have. It looked, yeah. It, like, New York has it. would be hard to get a lot of uh, extras for that. Yeah. I was going to so, say, based on their budget, they probably filmed it at the parade. I was going to say, because I know in New York, like, they have a different cultural parade yeah. pretty much every day. Well, San Francisco, San Francisco has a lot of parades, I'll tell you. I mean, it's, it's they, they, they just, they, parade too. they don't have that, yeah. right? They don't, they don't have, you know, like, like a like you're saying, like the West West Indian Parade or anything like that. But there's seems like there's a lot. I mean, you know, there's all the different neighborhoods, Chinatown, Japantown. There's uh, the, uh, you know, there's even, there's even, uh, uh, geez, is it Little Cambodia or something like that? I mean, you yeah. know, so then there's also, you know, there's just all the different cultures and Filipino cultures and all that. And there's just all these, seems like there's always these different parades. So, yeah. People like to parade. People, for whatever reason, <laughs> I don't. I don't like parades. I don't no, like the only the only one I would want to be involved with would be like uh, St. Patrick's Day, and if it was bar to bar. Well, I would say St. Patrick's Day in Chicago could could be a really uh, fun parade on oh, the river. Boston, no, in Boston. Boston would be good. Yeah, Boston would be a good one, a good parade. I want to. Is, is this a fugitive res reference? Because I remember in the the movie, oh. Harrison Ford like like loses loses himself in the fugitive <laughs> in the crowd with the, the crowd, he takes the guy's yeah. head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe there's a little bit little bit of that. It's it's probably you know the Blues Brothers didn't take place, but you know I just uh, I went to Chicago for my fiftieth birthday and. And it was, it's one of my favorite U.S. cities. I mean, for sure. Right. It's just got a great vibe to it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend going. I, I might not recommend going in July. Uh, <laughs> it's quite warm. I might pick a different month, but it's a great, great city. Isn't it like super cold during the winter, though, too? Yeah, it's cold in the winter. It's not, it's the Windy City. It's not windy like you would expect. The Windy City is a reference to, to politicians, but it's oh. definitely cold in the winter. It's very cold in the winter too. So, Wait, what, yeah, do I mean, I would, what do you mean the politicians? Why? Why are they? What is? They're they're blowhards. So wind. they're windy. They're full of wind. They're blowhards. All the politicians are blowhards. It's not has nothing to do with the weather. It I was has thinking to do that with or the blowhard politicians. Of, there's a lot of okay. bean extract out of there. Like that's <laughs> a, like the bean so, capital. Right. So, that's <laughs> that's Boston. Boston so baked beans. Anyway, I want to. I want to. I want to create a tangent here but but i was looking at luke cage and it came oh, out in we're against 19, it 
Well, it came out in 1972. Uh, Luke Cage came out in 1972. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. And Star Wars came out in 1977. And when I think of Luke, I think of Luke Skywalker. And and that, you know, there's a big deal with Luke Skywalker, the Star Wars uh, genre, because people lose limbs in... And, and we've certainly seen a limb be lost in in Luke Cage with uh, Misty oh. Misty losing well, losing her limb. She but, lost it. She lost it in Defenders. But I, I just I just have a call out Luke Cage because this was prior to Luke Skywalker, and and I got to give him credit for owning the Luke name. And even though oh, yeah. in my in my generation, Luke is definitely Star Wars relevant. I don't think he was very popular. Like he he wasn't a big character right away. Like I by the time that came out, but it's not. But his real name was Carl Weathers, right? Was or Carl? Carl Lucas. No, what, Carl, Carl Weathers Lucas. was what, that was. Yeah, Weathers know, was, was Lando Calrissian. Rocky tour. Oh, Lando. It was Carl. No. I know. It was, no, that was no. No, Carl Billy Weathers was in. Is... Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, Carl gotcha, Weathers gotcha. was in Rocky One. Carl, Rocky Carl, two. and, and in was, the Mandalorian. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Okay, <laughs> that's that's uh, what I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. But I knew his first name is Carl because his dad calls him Carl all the time. It's like it's Luke, and I, you know, it's Luke now. No, <laughs> and then so I, I just. But yeah, it. I, I agree with you. It's a cool name. Um, in I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that it is where it is now. I mean, um, like I said, I think the best thing that we could get out of this. Um, and we saw it in in episode ten is a uh, heroes for hire, you know, with with just Luke Cage and and uh, yeah. Danny Rand in the Iron Fist, and I would even take uh, the the current actor, um, uh, Finn, uh, in the in the Rand uh, character again, where I know a lot of people are like, yeah, we'll take everybody from Netflix but him, you know, they're, they're, it's he gets a lot of shit but i think he killed it in this in this episode or in that yeah, episode they give, they give him a different uh, another option as far and as and that, that's what he's yeah. more like apparently in the comics he's more of the kind of he's more of the the funny man and luke cage is more of the straight guy it sucks and, for the for the 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 actor who's portraying these roles like the the uh the mariah the the the, the you know you know yeah. some people they 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 follow the director's role you know the the director's direction. Say, hey, play it this way, and and they're just they just get killed for for doing it wrong if it doesn't work. You know, so Danny Rand or or uh, the 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 act, actor who played Mariah. It it just doesn't always play out. Yeah. Agreed. Um. It's interesting looking at. We're, oh no, Ella. Uh, looking at. I was looking. I was looking at the cast list. Sorry, and then looking at the cast list. Uh, it's inter- I find it interesting. The the only two people that were in every episode were Luke Cage and Misty Knight. Everybody else, you know, every, a lot of people missed a lot of episodes, but they're the only two people that were in every single episode. Which I, I don't know. I, I find stuff like that interesting. I don't know why. Like just looking at. Oh, that person wasn't in every episode, or that person like, like Seinfeld. The only person who's been in every Seinfeld episode, I think, is Elaine. Really? Not even Seinfeld himself? I think so. Yeah. Let me let me double check that. That I'm seems crazy. Sh- yeah, it's it is crazy, but it's, or maybe she's the only main. I don't know. We'll the see only main one that hasn't been in every one of them. Yeah, but she was in the first episode because I thought they were going to buy her. 
her rent that apartment. Um, let's see. Anyway, we're way off topic. You guys probably have something much <laughs> right. much more important to um, talk about that has to do with. So, so I think we've we've talked pretty much about most of this. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to bring up before uh, we end, but um, knowing that we didn't get a Netflix series uh, episode or season three, uh, but that all these characters are starting to show up in Marvel, uh, MCU, Disney-wise. What are your thoughts? Uh, do you think we're going to see uh, another Luke Cage uh, iteration? Or is it going to be a Luke Cage season? Is it going to be a mashup, uh, a team thing? Uh, what What is it you want to see, essentially? I would like to or see. Not I mean, <laughs> I, don't think I, I, I don't think we need another luke cage dedicated anything whether it's a movie a series or whatever i think that's nobody's asking for that i'm certainly not but nobody's yeah, asking mike Coulter for... might be i think he, he he could use that payday well he probably <laughs> you're right that's a great point he's probably if if the, the people in the show are probably the only ones looking for it but um i uh i'd, I'd like to see like either heroes for hire like you said or you know, I didn't mind the Defenders that much. I, I think they could have done a better job of suffer from a lot of the same things that the other Netflix series, you know, yeah. suffer from. But um, if you can get away from, if you could correct a lot of that, I think right. uh, a Defender series would be would be really good. Um, you know, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him pop up in, you know, maybe some cameos around. You know, some some like in in other movies, like like, you know. <laughs> Deadpool 2 when he opens the door like little things like that oh, like you know yeah. that's, a, that's a great great place when he opens the door and they, they, to, yeah, he, right he, he opens the door and he looks in and there's like all the X-Men for like two seconds yeah no, and then they shut good. the door so if they were like you know if it was if it was like a spinoff of one of the Spider-Mans because you know he's in Brooklyn and Brooklyn and Harlem are not too terribly far apart or even you know a Captain America kind of a thing which you know with you know Bucky's from like, Brooklyn and stuff like that so how awesome would yeah, like Spider-Man jumps down in into an alley, like t thinks he's breaking up at a fight, you know, and it's it's Luke Cage and Iron Fist kicking the shit out of some gang members, and he's like, yeah, or whatever. Oh, no, right, we got exactly. this. He's like, oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, and he, and he runs, yeah, takes <laughs> off or something like that. It's like exactly. an homage to Deadpool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. it's it's interesting that you mentioned that. I think I brought it up on the podcast before, but um, it's when. There were there were two shows that took place. There were two police shows that took place in Brooklyn, or sorry, not Brooklyn, in Baltimore. Um, the Wire, uh, much more famously, took place in in Baltimore. But then also the show uh, Homicide: Life on the Streets also took place in in Baltimore. One. Yeah, Homicide's a great one. It's uh, it's it's like the network TV version of The Wire, basically. I think is gotcha. is is it's real. It's really good. Um, but there's a scene where they're 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 chasing a criminal. There's two of the two or three of the cops are chasing a criminal, and they they, they come running around a blind corner. And as they come running around the corner, there's a film crew oh, filming. Oh, the guy from The Wire. There's a I no. Mean, there's a. Yeah, they're yeah. filming an episode of The Wire, and yeah, they run he, like he right, into that, right into that right into the thing, and it's like very well done. It'd be awesome if they could do like something I don't know like, something like that, like something like like well, something like that. I I. I guess my dream would be if they could just integrate it all somehow because it's right. like a lot of you know the the main mcu takes place in new york True. and and i think you know well like like we said 
I don't I don't think it's a secret anymore. Sorry if I'm spoiling it for anybody, but Matt, <laughs> when Matt Murdock shows up in Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. Yeah, and... you, ruined, you ruined that the last time we had this podcast for me. So <laughs> you've just ruined it for the seven other listeners again. But go ahead. <laughs> It's, We're up to seven now. Nice. It's a it's a thirty second cameo. I'm counting. I'm counting, I'm counting myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't. You know, you're gonna have. You know, you have She Hulk coming up. You have Ms. Oh, Marvel yeah, yeah. coming oh, up. Wait. You have. You have a bunch of other characters who are all sort of based in the New York. Yeah. North Jersey area, and it would be kind of fun, like you said, like. You know, She-Hulk happens to. She has to go down to Harlem, and she and she calls Luke Cage and says, "Listen, can you help me with this guy?" Or, yeah. Yeah. or, or you know, it'd be awesome. I, Iron Fist comes across Ms. Marvel and is like, "Listen, you got to." <laughs> or Doctor know, Strange. Let me give you some I mean, tips. Or Doctor Strange. I mean, I they're mean, all they're they're all there. A lot of them are in New York. Yeah. 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 Well. I mean, we got we have uh, we've gotten two so far with uh, in the Hawkeye and then uh, in the movie we got um, uh, we said uh, Matt Murdock didn't get Daredevil mm-hmm. got Matt Murdock but and it was it was a great scene the the I'm just a good lawyer kind of thing it's just that was so funny it's coming it's coming out on digital very soon Bo so what is no I know it's fine yeah now we have I think the next thing coming out is the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, mistaken. that's our next episode. Our next, our next podcast, not our next episode. Our, our next Marvel podcast is Doctor Strange. Right, but the new uh, Doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, also true. Yeah, so, also true. Uh, where they're talking about all these variants and stuff like that. Where there, there's rumors about so many different people that it would be really cool to get a uh, get one of the um, the Netflix guys in there too. Just, just to drop, just to keep one more dropping in each time. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe we get uh, uh, foggy even, or you know, uh, you know, we get an Iron Fist, or we get uh, let's see who haven't we have uh, Jessica Jones. Although I did hear yeah. I heard a small rumor that Jessica Jones might be show up in um, the uh, She Hulk. I, I thought I heard I'd that. Be, so. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So I think they're going to start sprinkling. Like I said, I've heard a lot of things where like yes, bring everybody from Marvel Netflix. Except Danny Rand is is it was the thing and I was like you, you know, know what I'm, this episode, I, I'm I mean, after, after seeing this, the, after he, seeing him in this I if if that Danny Rand showed up I think he'd yes. be okay. Well, have you seen season two of Iron Fist? Yes. I have not. Okay, have not. I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for you even though it came out long <laughs> no. before. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, is go ahead, go ahead, go ahead because I, I think it's better. I think it's better, and I think. Yeah. Well, I don't. No, you should. You should watch it because I. Yeah. What I'm going to say would I'm might actually, ruin a whole series for you, so I don't want. I'm say actually it. trying to power through the third season of Daredevil because that's. Yeah. That's, that's really the one, good. That's I've heard it's really good, and I really want to see it before it goes. And if I. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I don't know, and. Yeah. You know, so but I, there's yeah. only so many hours in a day. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would do the Daredevil over uh, uh, Iron Fist. Um, Steve, what about you? Like, um, is, do you have any thoughts on what you want to see coming out? Um, re- referencing like Netflix, uh, you know. Would you want to see any of these? Yeah, would you want to see another? Or, any, or, or if you if you if you were if you got the Feige position, what would you do? Oh, whoa. <laughs> 
If I see Luke Skywalker would show up. <laughs> I I want to see a crossover between uh, MCU and uh, and uh, what's what's the um, uh, the DC? Uh, would you want to see DC MCU crossover? Because no. <laughs> there was a comic. I mean, there was that that's yeah. happened. No, anyway. no, it's actually getting re-released too soon. Oh, it is. Yeah. that. Yeah. No, no. What was the? Uh, what, what? Who's the? Who's the villain that showed up in in Hawkeye? Um, Kingpin. Oh, yeah. King Kingpin. Kingpin. I, Kingpin is where I want to see things go. I, I oh, am okay. a huge fan of Kingpin. Um, the actor. Do you want him to show up more into into the movie side of the the MCU? Yeah, because I, I mean, that. he showed up in 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 Hawkeye, so uh, technically he's already there. I didn't care for. We just want some more. I, I want. I really? Want him. No, I I thought he was. It was a little downplayed, which was a little disappointing. But uh, well, uh, he was a little more physical than he was in in. I mean, he had a smaller I, role. It's, I, I he, was he was only in what two episodes. He was, was more comical. It, it was it was like it was comic strip. Uh, I want to get. I, I preferred him in season one and two of of uh, Daredevil, so I haven't seen season three of Daredevil, so I don't know where he where that season. I don't went. think he's. I don't remember him being in it. He sure oh, is. He's in, you, it. Yeah. he's in it. Yeah, usually. Yeah, I, I don't I've remember watched, season like, three. First, I've watched the okay. first couple episodes. He's in it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I, I, I'm not. I I'm not ruining anything. Remember, he's in the. He's in the hotel. He buys. He. He he's in the hotel and he's imprisoned oh, in the hotel. Oh no! I okay. Now I remember. I I remember because now I remember the other character that I really like in that season. Yeah. So, okay. So I want like a full yes, metal jacket MCU crossover. <clears throat> <laughs> That's what I want. Private right. tile. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I uh I would so I I if I had the Kevin Feige role I think I would geez that's I would want specifically to see referring to the Netflix series oh okay never mind then i was gonna say I would... I, I, i'm just because that's what we're talking about yeah. I mean, yeah we could have a whole episode on what we would do if we got control of marvel yeah i mean yep the things i would do uh but yeah it it's um i i really hope we do see i i um after watching episode 10 again um i really want the heroes for hire i think i think that could be a a you know bucky falcon type level um, you know, buddy cop, you know, I think it would be a better buddy cop show than, than we got with what, 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 you know, Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be. Uh, cause I think it could be more street level. I think those guys would have the better interactions between them. It, it could be, well, you could have kind of, I think more realistic kind of things because the, you, you would see now that's also where I would rather go as I would take the ship more comic book. You would so like I would I would I would I would get some costume ass villains up in there, like uh, I, I, like, I the want, big, like guys with big hats and big zoot suits and all that. Yeah, kind of stuff, I want to I want to <laughs> see this I I want to see this be less. Oh, let's let's be realistic and let's get Harlem's real inner. You know, oh, I'm not saying even Harlem. I'm just saying. But I mean, I'm just, saying more things you did. and I. I'm saying things you and I might experience yeah. to be not not things like aliens. <laughs> no, yeah, but I mean, it's just I would rather see I would rather them really reach into the old school comics and like the stuff that is yeah. just out out of the, like 
having to fight like, someone that has power like Hitler. Or in a like studio. fighting Hitler. You want to see him fight Hitler? Val say tongue. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see. That's Iron really Man. old school. Yeah, but I mean, just just go current just get into go the Putin. comics of it. Come on, we got. Yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah. Everyone wants to see him punch Putin. Um, <laughs> That that needs to be a shirt. Punch Putin. <laughs> yeah. Punch Putin. There's like um. Um. So that that's I've, where I've, I would, I would want to see it. I've I've seen some fan art of Cap like punching, oh. like, uh, Proud Boys and stuff, which is great. <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah, I mean, he has, he, a... he, he has the one where he punches he he punches Hitler in one of the comics, I believe. The I'm very honest. first one. Yeah. The very yeah. first one. He's. I have a. It's... I have a. I have a page I, I copied. Sorry, go ahead, Nia. Oh, um, that's that's kind of famous because that came out uh, in like March 1941, before right. we had entered the war. <laughs> oh. And uh, like the Marvel or the comics um, office and Jack Kirby, who did all the art and created the character, got death threats. Oh shit! And then, really? yeah, because yeah, because it's like it's like. People were like, "How dare you? How dare you uh, disrespect Chancellor Hitler that way? He's a great man." And yeah. like, th there's a famous story like two guys um, came to the building where the the comic book office was, and they're like, basically, they called up and said, "Yeah, we're here. We want to beat up Jack Kirby." And Jack Kirby, who had been a in the army himself and was yeah. in pretty good shape says i'll be right down and <laughs> of course by the time he got there the the two guys had had headed for the hills but he was ready to just oh wow you know knock him out yeah but 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 yeah like it's it's yeah it's kind of like people before the u.s got involved in the war there were a lot of people who were like yeah nazis aren't too bad Maybe they're maybe they're onto something here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I have um so I forget I forget exactly when it was, but it was around the time that the U.S. Um, and no, you probably remember because you might have been in the military at this point. But it's when the U.S. was I think looking for assistance from France or looking for some allyship from France in one of the Desert Storms, I think, and they kind of said no, we're not going to get involved or something like that. So that's when like Freedom Fries came out and like everything, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, Freedom Toast and Freedom Fries and, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff came out. Um, but there was a, at that same time, there was a, a, what's what's now I've heard reference on some other podcasts. There was a cell, it was a whole page cell where Captain America is, you know, like pummeling a, a, a one of the enemies of getting oh, back to who it was. Oh, this is an ulti this is an ultimate. It's an ultimate. And he goes, What do yeah. you think this A on my hat stands for? France? Or something, yeah. you know. So he, and he's like, it's a whole cell and it's like, yeah, like super zoomed in on his face and all that. And it's like so yeah, it's just it's it was just yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know what made me think of that, but it's I kinda... think I think I I think I've mentioned before Ultimates is the the series where all of the Avengers are assholes. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, wow. What got me? That's my first comic. I mean, that's my first. That's my first. Uh, first I don't know what era movie. they call it, but since when I was an adult, like I bought when I was in middle school, oh. I bought GI Joe. But when I became an adult, um, 
you know, that's the first Ultimates. The Ultimates is the first one. Ult Ultimate Avengers, the Ultimates, actually, I think is what it was called. It's the first comic I read. Gotcha. Um, all right. So I think we've hit most of this. Um, I don't know if there's anything so. else you guys got. I uh, I know next week we plan on hitting uh, Peacemaker, which is a DC uh, uh, series. It's a nine, or sorry, eight episodes. Um, uh, what I've seen so far kind of reminds me of uh, Deadpool uh, of the DC universe. Oh, uh, real cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on with my mic. It kind of. Oh, gotcha. Out on me. <laughs> No I'm having issues with it too, so hopefully you guys can hear me. We can, um, yeah. Just yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, so we'll hit that next week. Uh, Peacemaker, it's on HBO right now. Um, so if you get a chance to watch that, uh, eight episodes. I've um, four episodes into it. I'm loving it already. Uh, it's it's. Are they all released? Just out yeah, of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all out now. Um, okay. Really, really good fun. It's uh, it's done by uh, James Gunn, who was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy director. So, uh, you know, it's it's got that kind of comedy and stuff like that. So uh, it'll definitely uh, you'll you'll if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll probably like this. If you like Deadpool, you'll probably like this. It's kind of a uh. Guardians of the Galaxy Deadpool type little bit, little bit of raunchiness, a little bit of fun. Um, John Cena <laughs> is is great is, as uh, the Peacemaker character who was uh, in the uh, latest uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, uh not as enjoyable in suicide squad i would have never thought to make a series with him but then it came out and it was it was fabulous so he pops up a bit and stuff it's always interesting it's like oh john cena's in this <laughs> yeah he, he's trying to do the whole uh i'm i was a wrestler now i'm an actor uh rock role um you know trying to take over for that so uh yeah. not as good i don't think yet but he's he's working his way there so awesome well that is uh it for us on this uh, MCU uh, Luke Cage season two review discussion. Um, I think we're all in a, in agreement that this is it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Like I, I you know, uh, it has its moments, right? Which which we've seen most of them, and and it's one of those is like thirteen episodes is probably too long, but you know, uh, you get a good eight episodes worth of material out of it. So <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, True. That's a good description. Cat is driving me nuts. <laughs> I just yeah. sent you a text regarding, yeah, <laughs> acknowledging that. <laughs> Literally won't come near me all the time when I'm begging it, like, oh, come play. I'll play with you, pet you, whatever. No, nah, it doesn't want to have anything to do. As soon as I don't want him, he's like all over me. I'm like, you, you shithead. So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was uh, Luke Cage, um, Peacemaker next week. Uh, thanks again for joining us uh, with this MCU one, Bo and Nina. Uh, of course, definitely happy of course. to have you guys here. That was a good discussion. You know, we got a lot of, a lot of good stories, a lot of good tangents, and uh, you know all the other stuff we do. Great cocktails this week. Uh, I, I'm kind of, I kind of want to try Bo's in a way, although the face he made. <laughs> no, it tasted no. like cough medicine. No, it was no. It, oh, go really? for my eggplant. Eggplant is epic. <laughs> go for it. I'd say go for the egg. Go for the eggplant. It's uh, yeah. mine was very cough medicine-y, so I will leave <laughs> okay. it at that. It's it it, it concept was great. Ex execution was uh, give it a give it a four point five. Uh, the actual cocktail itself was like a two. That's funny. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, mine, I, I really like that Dark and Stormy. Uh, I would drink that. That's again. a great one. Dark and Stormy is a great one. Yeah. Yeah, with with the with the the whole mule idea with the the right. ginger beer, it worked really well. So uh, I'm I'm more of a fan of the whiskey and the the rum than I am the vodka in the in the mule style drinks. So nice. All right, well I think that's it for us tonight, guys. So uh, with that, hail Caesars. Hail, hail Caesars. Caesars. Tonight, hail Caesars. <laughs> Thank you.